Hello, everybody. Welcome to Popcorn Planet, and welcome to my new series, Change My Mind Nerd Edition Live, where I'm going to be doing this every Tuesday if you guys like it. Uh, Jody kicked my buddy. He's like, Jody, he's like, Andy, what's with this show? Nerd Wars one on one. It's too similar. It's confusing. So we're building a new one, and this is what I'm doing Tuesdays. Thursdays will be the regular Nerd Wars. So thank you for watching and tune in. Jody, are you there? I'm so excited to have you back. Check out these snazzy, sexy graphics I built. Man, this shit look fire, Andy Sig, bro. I'm coming here to get my win and my revenge from you defeating me on Yin and Yang last week. Dude, for those that haven't watched Yin and Yang, uh, it is so much fun. Uh, and it's going to be, it's you got to tune in. Uh, it'll be tomorrow night over on Jody's Corner. Link will be down in the description. Go look him up. He's easy to find everywhere. Uh, but on Yin and Yang, we sort of have to force each other to take different op- uh, positions on debates. It's going to be similar here, but it's different. Uh, the way this show will work is I have a bunch of headlines. I've gone through a bunch of headlines, and I'm going to state my opinion. Uh, and if Jody disagrees... Uh, and wants to try and change my mind, he's going to go for a fight to try and change my mind. You guys, though, will be able to help decide whether he did or not. Now, look, it's impossible always to change one's mind. Is that fair, Jody? Sometimes when you're set, you're set. But sometimes you can give and be like, yeah, you changed my mind. But obviously, we can't be the judge of ourselves. We're not going to want to give each other the point. So you at home will help to sort of decide whether the other person did a good job. So uh, it's going to be pretty fun, laid back. As we go, this show will happen and, and be built uh, build up as we go. If you have suggestions, send them over. But I want to try and find something that's easy to prep that we can – Jody, I know, is on fire every time he shows up. This is sort of like a week in news, today in the news. Let's go through the headlines. Let's each take a, a, like a hot take on the headline. And when the other feels like, you know what, I want to try and change your mind – they're going to tackle it. Make sense? Makes sense to you me. Good, Jody? Let's, All right. this, man. Let's do it. So I'm fun. So we got a lot of, we're going to talk about Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston right away. I'm so excited, guys. I'm everyone on the internet is talking about this. If you guys have a story you want us to try and change your mind on, hit it up down below, super chat, whatever. Uh, I'll be following up throughout the uh, stream. So feel free to do that. I may add one of your titles in so we can see if it adds and gives the other person a point. All right, but let's get to the first main event. I got it here. Dude, I'm look at that. I was like, woo. Got to work on transition stuff. Here we go. All right, so Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's touching SAG moment. The photographer reveals details. Now, obviously, we've seen the photos, we've seen everything, but now the photographer Emma McIntyre has come forward to say how amazing it was. Uh, she has gone on to say, uh, This is my fourth year. Go away. This is my fourth year uh, doing backstage. The moments are really joyful and they're often encounters and winners. Uh, it's always fun to capture these go-betweens. So, of course, when this photo was snapped, people have been waiting. Jody, people have been waiting like decades for this. Uh, decades to sort of see these two exes together. Uh, oh, that's cute. The what? That's see, cute. Yeah, the photo, right? It looks cute. So it's like yeah. they were together. And so like everyone's just like, oh, I want to see them together again. So I'm yeah. I'm off the stake of I think they are meant to be. They should be together. And I want to see if you can change my mind. They were both backstage during the process. Jennifer had signed some picture photos for SAG and was about to walk the press line. I was running back and forth between the backstage. And then I saw Brad coming down the hallway. And I started, I knew there would be other photography worthy moments. She was right. He called out Aniston. She turned around and they embraced and congratulated each other and it was a moment of two accomplished people at the top of their game acknowledging each other successes and genuinely seeming happy to see each other uh she said uh this felt what was she then i'm trying to find the last she said uh uh standing the reaction it was just she says it sort of was two people admiring each other uh it was often anyway but that was so that was the sum up of what she said um to capture the interaction 
Um, it was the joy. Uh, it was the highlight of the night for her, and that they caught them in this sort of really candid moment. So, uh, oh yeah, here it is. The moment was really touching. You could tell, sense a, uh, you could sense the respect between two people who have known each other for twenty plus years and are both outstanding in their field. So, all right. So, Jody, that's the first one up for bat. Up for bat. And I want to thank. Uh, I just saw two super chats come in. Uh, Eric Meekins, uh, here's to no technical difficulties. Uh, Eric yeah, Meekins, Eric, I, I love you, Eric. And then, yes, dude. you're right. No technical difficulties. That was smooth, right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't jinx me though. Knock on wood. Uh, Q reviews that yin and yang was fire last week. Enjoy Q. you both. Good luck, guys. Q, thank you for coming over here from the corner over here. Love you guys. Uh, welcome to the channel. And uh, this is gonna be fire. I hope. Let's see. Uh, suggest topics as we go. But let's get to this, Jody. What do you think? I think Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt are better together. I want to see them together. I feel like it'll make them happier. Do you want to try and change my mind? I I could agree with that, but the real motherfreaker in my heart and soul and my body just cannot let this stand. I absolutely disagree with that, and I will try to change your mind on that. All right, let's do this. So round one, changing my mind. We're going to Brad Pitt. You don't think they should be together? All right, do you want to? Oh. Do you want? Do you, let's hear you first. Tell me why. Is this the same? chick that he used to be with back around 2005 when they had a long-standing relationship right around the time I was working at a movie theater. Uh, And Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out in theaters and then all the stuff that led up to the relationship suddenly ended with the drop of a dime when he got some of that Jolie snatch. (laughs) And he was instantly reinvigorated with new life. And it's like the fountain he of called up his girl and said, hey, what's good? I, I ain't coming home. And that was it. As soon as he got a touch of that Jolie, he was gone. Because their real chemistry on that Mr. Smith movie was something he ain't never experienced before in his life. To the point where you would leave your long-standing relationship <laughs> and get with another actress that you work with on a film with all the paparazzi and all the news articles saying, ooh, they were kind of smoochy. They look really, their chemistry was so real. I don't think it was really acting. And then the weeks later, you see them. He, She took Brad from Jennifer Edison. Straight up out the Central Park Cafe. Come on home, come over here to me. Absolutely not. And now at this point, because here we are later down the line where, uh, Angelina Jolie was uh, and and Brad Pitt had a divorce because, for many other reasons, but he was abusing the verbally abusing his children because he was an, an alcoholic. Oh, that's hearsay. Hearsay. That's not hearsay. It's it's real say. He even said, you know, I'm sorry. He he went. He's, he he admitted about going to Alcoholics Anonymous. He even said that he did Alcoholics Anonymous for over a year, and he says he respects and thanks the people that were in his Alcoholics Anonymous meetings for not outing him. Because he was like, hi, I'm Brad Pitt, I'm an alcoholic. And all the people in that circle never snitched, never went to a tabloid, never went to a news article, and they kept his secret all that time. So here's a man who's an alcoholic who had issues with his kids, and now you want this man to go back to the past. Because we know how alcoholism is. You want to move to the future. You don't want to deal with your demons and skeletons in the past. You don't want to regress. Don't want to regress. 
And that's exactly what Jennifer Aniston is, bro. Keep it. Angelina Jolie won. Brad Pitt's going to look like a loser if he goes back to the chick that he left for someone else. That's going to make him look whack. And and keep it 100, keep it 100 that's going to make his player card get revoked because he's Brad Pitt. He's supposed to be the guy that moves on to other women. He should be, he should be looking at the, uh, uh, the, the next hot chick in Hollywood rather than going back to the past, man. Jennifer Aniston took a huge L when Brad left. Her career took a nosedive. She was miserable. I remember her articles. She was complaining about how she's stressed out and depressed. And Angelina was all happy on her tabloids. And Jennifer was all sad and, and depressed. I remember a whole year of those articles. You don't want to relive that, Brad, man. Heck, you don't want him to do that. Well, Come on. We, Andy, are, you know we, are, we are living that. The, art, the articles, if you go to any supermarket, has them already back together. The rumors have been that they've been sneaking together, canoodling, and I bet you they've effed again. Come on. Those are two good-looking people. Did you say canoodling? Yeah. What is canoodling? <laughs> <laughs> That's canoodling. what they impress terms. <laughs> they've been canoodling, Jody. It's like, uh, you know, S and uh, D and stuff, but with, with arms. Right. But anyway, what I was going to fight you back on, because I, I, the audience seems to like a lot of your points there, but here's what I want to challenge you on. First of all, it is hearsay. The abuse of the kids is hearsay, not the alcoholism. But she came in hard because they were doing a custody battle. And when all custody battles come out, I don't believe anything in the news. Wives, husbands, they go to dark places to get custody of their kids. So I, I got to go on record and say, no, that's not fair. Let's not go to Lobo. Now, he might have been an alcoholic. He's Brad Pitt. When you're that big mm-hmm. and famous, you always got to drink a little bit because it's how do you ever get – how can you be better than Brad Pitt? There's got to be such an insecurity of a like, – can you imagine? Oh, it seems God. like it's such a good thing to do, but when you're Brad Pitt, like at some point you're like, well, I've got it all. I'm the hottest guy. I'm banging Angelina Jolie. It's only downhill from here, right? So, of course, I'm sure he get dude gets depressed. People don't realize that. But here's what I was going to say. Brad Pitt reportedly won a major victory in Angelina Custody. He got visitation back. They wouldn't have given it back if he was abusing kids. And this is my point of bringing this up too is – the rumors of why Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt broke up. I can't believe we're doing this on a nerd wars, but it's a slow January. The rumors, the reason why they broke up was because Brad Pitt wanted kids. And, and yeah. Jennifer Aniston's like, no. So what happened? He went off to Angelina Jolie and had a dozen kids. And, and you're going to go get back with a chick that can't have kids still to this day. She's a well, barren does, womb, You bro. think he still wants kids now, Jody? I don't In think Game he wants of, kids if now. If Game of Thrones, Jennifer Aniston would have j- jumped off the wall. What do you mean jump? No, I genuinely think a woman in Game of Thrones that can't have children, she would have offed herself a long time no, ago. No, Jennifer Aniston can't. No, I don't think Jennifer Aniston couldn't have kids. I don't think she wanted to. I think she was probably no, like no, career no, no, first. Bad. That womb is dry. That's why, bro. Well, no, that no, I don't. Dry. I don't. I, you can always adopt. There's ways to do it without uh, with a dry womb. Come on. He already got. He already got African kids with Jolie. That's my point. He has the kids. He, he wanted the kids. Jennifer's kids. like, I don't he want kids. Jennifer said, I don't want kids. Brad's like, I want kids. Now Brad's got the kids. Jennifer got married to Justin Theroux. She's getting bored. Je- and now he's had the Angelina Jolie snatch, apparently, and apparently it wasn't good enough to keep. So now he's like, all right, well, now what? How do I go back? And now he's realizing how much they loved each other. Look at this. Look at this genuine reaction, Jody. They love each other. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I want them together, and I want them to. You believe that. To, I want Jen really to be the stepmom, and I want all that to be happy. I just want people to be happy. <laughs> well, if you want them to be happy, then you don't want them to be together. Because there's going to be tabloids. There's going to be news. There's going to be TMZ going through their trash and figuring out that she's freaking still trying to figure out why she can't get pregnant. And Brad's going to have his subscriptions to freaking bangbrothers.com all in his trash. And they're going to be all over the TMZ. And then they're going to make them look like there's misery. At the end of the day, he was with Angelina. You don't, you don't 
Dude, Jennifer Aniston is looking pretty good too. Let's let's come on. Let's not throw it. Jennifer throw it. Aniston is not an ugly woman. She's an attractive woman, but she's an attractive old woman. Angelina Jolie can still be. She can go to the NBA and snatch up some NBA players, and they will floss her. And Aniston, I think the I think NBA players will probably creep up into the to the to the hotel room. They wouldn't want to be seen out in public with that one, man. All right. Well, look, I, I'm not going to fight to the death in this one because I don't. I, it's, I don't. I'm not. I do believe they should be together. But here we go. Uh, Sj dots. Brad Pitt beat up a girl with a dog can and once upon a time in Hollywood and unleashed his dog on her. Brad Pitt more vicious than Dark Side and Thanos. Is that a good thing, Ssj, or a bad thing? I'm confused. Uh, but I appreciate the support of the super chat. There you go. He, he's he is uh, he's a strong guy. So look uh, in the comments. I don't. Jody didn't change my mind. You made some interesting points. But commenters, uh, now's your chance to vote for Jody or Andy in the comments down below to see if he gets his first point as I prep the next round uh, of this fight. Uh, and if you guys have other titles, you guys would go through it. We'll see. So uh, uh, start the voting now. Uh, if Jody changed your mind, if Jody should have given a point for changing my mind, uh, because but I still think they should be together. Do you? Th- so how about I this? Jody? changing your mind. Then no, no. But do you think they're still effing? No. No. You don't think they went no, back for like think, a booty bro, call? I think. I think that after this moment, I think for the last, I think he will. I think that's what I'm saying. Brad is gonna be like, let me see what's going on. He gonna take it for a spin, realize it's nothing grand. And he's going to be up out of there, man. You don't go back to that. You've been there, done that. Move on, bro. Yeah, all right. I'm trying to gather these uh, because of the delay. Here we go. All right, so uh, here we go. Jody won. I got one vote for Jody. Nobody else is even voting. Come on. I see you all in there. Let's see. Jody made sense. Here we go. Jody wins. Jody, Jody, Jody. All right, Jody, fine. You get the first point of the game. Congratulations. All right, Jody, would you like to earn a second point? Heck yeah, what do we got? Right, here we go. Next topic. Now, would you like to change my mind on this one? Uh, oh, sorry. I went to the wrong one. Uh, I think Harvey Weinstein is guilty as F. Oh, <laughs> oh freak. You took the gloves off on this one. Oh, my God. You don't have to oh. fight it. I'm throwing a couple uh, couple toughies in there. but I'm, I'm <laughs> Harvey Weinstein is guilty as F. Uh, do we agree no, on that? No, Should I, I move on the next topic? Okay. <laughs> uh, bro, I'm, I can hit. I can. I can hit this one, man. <laughs> what? I did this as a joke round, but oh, do whatever okay, you want. Right, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Dude, I, I have more, real. but if you want to go for it, you're welcome to. Uh, while you think about it, Brandon Bobo, thank you for that. That was very Bobo, nice of you, Bobo. I see you over there in Jody's Bobo. corner too. I appreciate you coming supporting. Uh, and Jay, uh, Jay Watt, uh, why is this movie related? Why should people care? Oh my God, because I care, and I'm just having fun, and it's a slow. January. Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt gets the clicks. Yeah, it's friends. There are stars. And I come on, it was 10 minutes. God, bear with me. Just give me a minute, Jay Watt. But anyway, thank you for the $2. We're moving on to something interesting. So, Jody, are you going to go and uh, try and change my mind that uh, Harvey Weinstein is not guilty as F? Guilty uh, for what, though? What is what is he guilty of? What is it? We got to talk about guilty uh, for what? For being an abusive a power, abuse, not only abuse of power, but a monster tyrant uh, did terrible things sexually, professionally, and should be facing uh, serious repercussions. I'll play that. <laughs> so you agree. Okay. Uh, we'll keep on that one. So how about this? Let's go to another one. Here we go. So I got, uh, that was a joke round. I didn't think you were going to do it. Frozen 2 sucked. Did you watch Frozen 2? 
I did watch Frozen 2. Frozen 2 is such... I don't understand why it's now the highest animated film. Frozen 2 is just stupid, unnecessary, went nowhere with the franchise. Uh, I don't understand. The music wasn't as good. The characters are boring. They were never worthy of a sequel in the first place. Jody, do you have a popular opinion against that? Do you think uh, you can change my mind? Do I think that I could change your mind when you think Frozen 2 sucked? Killing me. I'm you challenging kill the best You're stuff. killing me, Larry. Bro, Did you like trash. Frozen 2? No. <laughs> I fucking hated Frozen. I Frozen was, 2 was weak. It was really weak. We were allowed to agree. For, so yeah, we I, I always I have to fight. I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that one. Frozen, Frozen 2, 2, why does it make like so it. much money is my original. question. Yeah, it was. And it, but but uh, do you feel like it really took the characters into a new no, interesting place? No, they went they regressed. Why? Arendelle, the wall, the 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 uh, 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 a river going to wipe Arendelle out. Your your, <laughs> your ancestors. Who cares about that? Uh, the freaking mama, like that's the story? That she was trash. It didn't even elevate them at all. Frozen 2 actually could have been Frozen 1 and Frozen 1 could have been the sequel and would have been better. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why people are loving it so much. Commenters, did any I mean, like my kids like no, nah, my kids my stepdaughter it. liked it, my my son did not. Uh my girlfriend liked it cuz she just likes Even all the frozen. Music, the songs. But into the unknown, I've heard it. It's the unknown. Times. That doesn't hold it. It doesn't make sense. None of the go. songs make sense. Do you want to build snowman? Let it go, uh for the first time in forever. Those are hits. Not a single hit from no. it, uh, of that Frozen 2 in my opinion. Okay, so, so we're not. we're we're beating a dead horse. Nobody agrees for the first time I in forever. Uh, I will say every time I listen to these songs from Frozen, I always I can't think of um, the songs that we wrote in Honest Trailers. Totally gonna pork instead of uh, uh, yeah, I remember that. There's a bunch of them. I and I literally I'm very proud of that trailer. It was a lot of fun in that musical part. I was I was involved in, and I always say every time I hear those Frozen songs, I always have to go to the uh, totally Dixon gonna said pork. He liked it. Oh, someone did. Look, people did. People did like it, but I'm calling you out if you liked it because it was it was lazy. It was lazy. It was un mm. unneeded. It was really really poor. And I, I I was hoping you secretly liked Frozen because that would have been a fun fight. But uh, oh well, we'll move on to the next. I one. do like Frozen. I just don't. like I mean, Frozen sorry, Frozen Two. Frozen Two. I don't like yeah. Frozen One either. I, I'll do an unpopular opinion there. Frozen One also I'm overrated. Song fire, bro, man. What you go ahead <laughs> when she made that snow castle and she let it go in that ice, Mom, bro. You didn't feel nothing. Why? How, how does she have her powers? All right, I'll change your mind because I got I realized I prepped this late. So if you're you're saying you love Frozen. Can I change your mind? Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do that. I'll switch that one. Boom, we're switching it. That's what. It, and if you have any other topics, you can suggest so that way I can try and change your mind. Yeah, that would make this show more fun. I'm realizing. Hey, it's a pilot. We're trying this live. Frozen. So you think Frozen is great? I, I, I sort of want Absolutely. to understand how it's one of the best Disney movies. How far are you gonna go with great? I'm not going that far. Stop trying to trap me. I said Frozen is a good movie. It's a great movie, and I could defend it. And that shit is awesome because of the songs and all that. So the songs, the songs aren't that good though. Is the reality? Let the it go. The the, the, the let best. it go is let, let it go, go is best. the best song. I'll give you that. But let me let me challenge you here. Name you name four songs. Do you want to build a snowman for the first time in forever? What's the fourth? Let it go. That's and, three. Um. What's the fourth? What's a good fourth one? Uh, I don't like the Sven song, but the 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 Sven song with the Sucks. little gnomes and shit. Yeah, the gnomes. He's a really fixer upper. I don't oh wow, really like that good one. for but you! You four. pulled fixer upper out. Okay, I'll get I, fair, but you acknowledge those songs suck. <laughs> oh no, that one. Song Do you want to build a snowman? It's not a song. Do you want to build a snowman? It's, it's a monologue. Song. It's a monologue, and it's depressing oh, as hell. God. 
Do you? Okay, bye. It's literally this song about two daughters through a door who are literally like slaves in a castle. It is horrifying. And it's not a song. It literally is a one minute chorus that then goes into everything, them being defeated and doesn't actually, if you, it's not a song you can play on a soundtrack. I challenge you. It's on the soundtrack. No, it's not a replayable song like Let It Go. It's one of those like interlude songs. Wait, so it's not that great of a song. I had that shit on repeat. <laughs> I dare you to listen to that song 10 times in a row and not tell me that you are want to kill yourself after and that it's not actually it's a good song. It's giving me a gift. I listen to it. I sing it to myself. In Do the you want to build a snowman? You listen to... T- no, 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 no. All right. Anyway, so I can't change your mind on that because you're... Talk you're just, the sorry. pictures on the wall. How about the fact that her powers make no sense? What, what? She's a Disney character. No. How is she creating life with these powers? And then we know in Frozen 2, it doesn't justify it either. She literally is creating life. She's making snow creatures. Olaf has memories. Like, that is some heavy stuff right there. It makes no sense. I mean, it's a Disney movie. I mean, doesn't there's so many other... Why does Maleficent have powers? Because she's a witch. All right, so is Elsa. No, she's not. She's just a girl who gets frozen powers from how, what happened in Frozen 2. They, her dead mom and the they, brother, they, did they she's justify it? a glorified good witch. She was, she was a little kid. They locked her up because she had these powers. She couldn't control them. They were treating her like a witch and an outcast. She hid her powers from Arendelle because they were going to call. They were calling her a witch. They didn't understand her powers, so that's why they hid them from the city because they would have been tarnished and they would have been called witches and sorcerers and cast out of Arendelle. No, she's a witch. She's not a witch. You're just calling her a witch, and that's you can call her a witch, but she doesn't. She makes no sense what she is. Have you seen the Have you seen the uh, Wizard of Oz, the original? Uh, yeah, 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 the original, of course. All right, remember the, the Wicked Witch of the West was the evil witch. Yeah, and then Elsa, the nice one. No, you're oh you're mixing El- Adina Menzel with Wicked. She was a witch. No, no. Is, she was a good. Oh, is Elsa a witch? Old. Let's find out. Is Elsa a witch? Is Elsa the Snow Queen a witch? We're going to the Disney oh, Wicca. Uh, her powers to nature is not it's not stated. It's heavily implied to be magical, but no, there's no guarantee here. It's a curse. Uh, so no, the Disney Wiki here is not. It's, it's, she's a Snow Queen. She's not a witch. Fact checked. No. So there you go. But you can call her a witch if you want. Um. Instead of a vengeful witch, she evolved into a princess gifted with powers that terrify her. So if she was bad, then they would call her a witch. But if she's good, they don't call them witches. So what the, What are we doing here? Well, exactly. Another reason why the movie's not very good, because they won't even give figure out what her terms are. And beyond that, it's just a, it's a, it's a, dep- it's a dep- another depressing Disney movie where all the parents are dead, uh, where there's one good song with Let It Go, but she's a, they're not interesting characters that you don't want to see more. Olaf is- That sisterly love is real, bro. I remember seeing little girls in the theater hugging each other, walking out, and I still see them in the freaking laundromat with their Disney dresses on, singing that song. I see them all over the place. As soon as Let It Go pops and there's little girls around, watch them hold their sister's Look, hands and grab their mommy. I hear you, but they say that they thought the same thing about Captain Marvel. Doesn't mean the movie's any good. My point is, yes, it's oh, nice. It's man. nice when a movie comes out and it can give people like that, women and kids. Oh, look, there's something to look up to. Doesn't make it good. So I'm, I don't buy that point. Yes, it's nice that little girls have Frozen look up to, but it's not a good movie. Yes, sisterly love, I guess, but is it really? Anna just, uh, why are they locked up in the castle for so long? They could leave at any time. It just the, the whole plot. It, of the story tr- makes no sense to kids you're trying to make it sense as an adult it's a kid's movie and and when you're an adult and you kind of give into the kid movie you you feel 
I don't know about you, Andy, but I felt some type of way when them songs was playing. I felt the power behind them. And that is the only anchor that I have with Frozen. Yeah, Frozen's not a great Disney story. It's not even top 10, top 15. But those songs is what really takes it over the top for me. If you take the songs, we are like Frozen, cutting ice. Oh, we are cutting ice. Uh, there's that song, which is really stupid. The fixer yeah. upper song, which no one remembers how it goes. And it's the troll rocks that who the hell the troll rocks. Uh, so you want to build a snowman. Okay. You don't want to play with me. Okay. I'm sad. Wait, hey, hey, you want to come play a snowman? All right. Our parents are dead. Hey, can you please come play, build come a snowman on. with me, please? Cause I'm so sad. Can you please play, build a snowman with me? Okay. I guess you won't. That is the most depressing song in the whole world. And it's not catchy at all. It was sad and cute. She had, they got it's big the eyes and they're bubbly and they're cute. <laughs> they're cute little kids, man. They are about, cute bro? kids, but my God, is that a depressing song? And then there's the, uh, for the first time. I'm in forever, but oh, da 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 da. For the first time the in forever, I will be noticed by someone. Oh my god, I, got I know Jody. it might sound crazy, but I'm somewhere <laughs> in that zone. Because for the first time in forever, I won't be alone. All right, fine. Come that on! one's that one's okay. <laughs> yeah, you sung that one well. All right, fine. You changed my mind on that song. Uh, but then, uh, and then let it go. You already know. That's and let it go is is I can't deny. It. Let it go is one of the showstopper songs. All right, look, I'll give this a medium. I'll give this a medium pass. Someone in the comments actually just challenged us to a better debate because I'm I had to sort of. Hey, there it is. Topic. Hey, you want to donate to help guide the the topics? Yeah, Do that too. But uh, here, this is actually if this was a valid thing. Someone pointed out that I think you know what? Let's actually do this because I know we disagree on this one. Uh, oh wait, I'm trying to find a better image before I go. To, but there's a film you and I do not agree on, and I want to. I want to try and uh, let's try and do it. You sure? Oh yeah. I hope so, it ain't Bundes topic. So they so so they say. Here we go. Uh, hold on. Is this it? Uncut gems. <gasps> you love this film, didn't you? That film was fire, bro. I oh, hate this film. <laughs> okay this so i want to really? say this is a see now here's the problem i don't want to say it's a terrible film because it's not a terrible film it's technically really well made and sandler gives a good performance i my point is i hated this movie i never want to watch this movie again do you want to watch the movie again i would probably would i probably would okay so that's my argument this is the most unrewatchability movie ever do you want to make that yes. fight yeah, I know why you're going that way. <laughs> I already know where you're going. This movie, so we're going to go into spoilers for Uncut Gems if you haven't watched. So mute it, and then when the image comes away, you can come back. Uh, I won't go too heavy in the spoilers, but it's hard to not talk a little bit about this movie because you got to sort of break into it. <laughs> this movie, so all right, so I'm going to try and change your mind, I guess. I've lost point of how this show works. It's just an excuse for Jody and I to argue, guys. <laughs> just bear with us. Uh, we're just having fun with you guys, and you can uh, have us talk about whatever you want. But no, for yeah. real, I, I like arguing with Jody, so this is the point. Here's, here's the problem. Uh, uh, that was Elko's position. There you go. Sorry, I saw that. And then I saw uh, Bunda with Doolittle. We're going to get to Doolittle, too. I don't know. if Did you see Doolittle? I haven't seen Doolittle. Okay, so that'll be hard to d debate, but we can go there. Also, and yeah, I, I made sure I didn't ignore any thanks. Thank you, Bunda. And send any, as we wrap up or keep going, uh, send them over, because i got a few others, but I can take your suggestions. All right, but Uncut yeah, Gems. Sandler, great performance. Uh, Safi Brothers, I understand. Like, There's technically some great things about this film. But there's nothing redeeming about this movie. This movie is like two hours of the most intense, tense is the word, tense, chaotic, 
pointlessness that takes yeah. you on a roller coaster ride that yeah. just literally has its tracks off that just sends you to your death. <laughs> there's literally no, yeah. there's no point to it. So yeah, I'm a right. fan of films that like, you know, shake you and make you think, and do it, but there's nothing redeeming of this movie. What was the point of this movie? He's not a likable character. He's kind of a miserable character. And the few moments where he's like attempting to do right are when he's sort of screwing over people again. And then at the very end of the movie, I'm not going to go spoil full spoilers, but the end of the movie really puts us to a place where like, oh, okay, well, that, that now there's nowhere we can go. What was the point? There was no lesson learned. There was no point to it. It was just a director's literally like chaotic music playing while everyone's like tensely running around the, the shop and like air, like layers upon layers of layers of this like just made me like I was like on the edge of my seat just wanted to like oh my god I want to leave this freaking movie it's so freaking good, annoying you probably would use it on yourself yeah exactly so I, how how why is this movie getting so much acclaim why are they saying this is such a brilliant Man. movie because it made me feel like I want to shoot myself with a gun <laughs> why is that a good movie Jody I mean, yeah. I mean, what's the purpose of good films? In my opinion, look, this is how I judge films. I judge films based on how they make me feel. If they can make me feel some type of way, especially feel all that emotion, I I was it's it's an enjoy the ride movie. A lot of artists like that. A lot of movies are like that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the ride watching it. It had okay. a lot of amazing performances. The score was fantastic. Kevin Garnett, an NBA player, actually was acting. He took it seriously, man. The side piece girl with a fake booty was 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 uh, depicted one way, and then by the end of the film, she was a totally different, totally different character. About her. Yeah, I mean, no I sense. It was, it was like, it why was, is he with her? Dope. Oh, wait, and then she why why was she with him? Because she was getting money through him, and she actually did love him. I, I the money part she was getting for a little bit, I understood that. But you think she and really she, loved she him? She ended up having. She ended up falling. She was why? in love with him for How? sure. That girl was Bro. fire. She was fired, but hey, at the end of the day, um, usually them rap stars that she be going out with on the club to get their chain, steal their chain, the weekend's not is gonna take her home, and then he's gonna dust her after that. He kept her home, gave her a shelter, had her friends over the house, kept her employed her. So a lot of fools wouldn't have done that for her, and she realized that. She he gave her a lifestyle that she liked. Uh uh, the sting, thank you for the support. Absolutely loved Uncut Gems. What up, Jody? And Tyler okay. Bruzo. Bruzo? Uh, Bruzo. Uh, why yeah. the F was Africa at the beginning? Didn't matter. Well, I mean, it was at the beginning because they were well, that's where they breaking the, the gem. The gem. Yeah. They that's were mining the gem, and everyone was staring at the gem, and that was the whole thing. Look, also, there's, you said two things. Kevin Durant. Yeah, I guess. Is it Kevin Durant? I'm not a. Kevin Garnett. Kevin, Kevin sorry. Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Yeah, um, he, yeah he, he took it seriously. I'll give him that. He wasn't great, but he, he didn't like embarrass himself. Uh, but right. you said the thing you said was like, uh, it's, enjoy the ride. Did you really yeah. enjoy the ride? Yeah, I did. I, I was, I was, bro. I, I felt everything you felt. I wanted to. I was on the edge of my seat. So t- I felt like my heart was gonna pop. But that's exhilarating. That was dope. I did enjoy it. I did. But see, I'm with you. I like feeling. I get. Uh, I, I feel like. Uh, I understand the emotion argument. People have told me, well, Andy, but the fact that you were so unnerved by the movie doesn't that make it a good movie? That, yeah. So exactly I understand that debate, and everyone's calling me crazy for not liking the movie. I, I said at the beginning, technically, it's a good film. My point is, what's the point of the film just to make you feel shitty at the end of it? Like, what? I, I don't like. I don't look. There are other movies like Mother, Darren Aronofsky hated that movie too. There was just like, but at the same time, that one was sort of poetic in a way. Did you see that one by chance with yes, Jennifer I Lawrence? Did. There was just yes, the, there's layers to it of like, okay, well, it's allegory about Jesus and religion and. 
uh, filmmaking yeah, and all there's, there. there's a lot of stuff that you go like, all right, well, at least I can go back and like try and adapt, like figure out what is, like, it's like a painting. You stare at it long enough. You're like, what is the point? I didn't find anything like that in Uncut Gems. It was just literally like, it was, li- it was I'm going to go to my close up as I it did was, my review. It was, a, it was, it was this. a thrill ride. Ah! Just like, that was, that was the whole One movie. weekend, bro. It was one weekend in the life of, so- you know, the, the best thing about Uncut Gems, what it did for me, I was having a relatively bad week that during that time I saw that film and I forgot about how sad my life was because it wasn't actually sad in comparison to his leaving that film. I appreciated my life so much more, bro. Didn't you? Well, sure. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, I appreciated what I had as like, someone God, who like, damn, a lot, it could get so much worse. I mean, and that, to, not to get too <laughs> psychology, but at my point, yeah, I know totally. Cause it's like, I'm in a much better life now than I was you know, two, three years ago. And I, I, in a way, maybe I was relating to him in a way of like, Oh my God, stop lying to people. Right. There was a little bit of that because I was being unfaithful to my wife and I was living a sort of shady life of doing that. And I'm not, not, you know, not, and and that could be why I'm so triggered by the movie. Cause I'm like, Oh, you're such an idiot. But no, I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't necessarily doing that. It wasn't that connected to me, but my point is, yes, I, I related to that in a point where I was, I enjoyed that part of the movie, but I still didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand why he was there. So I look, I, I, I uh, I hear you. The girlfriend on the- was a really good. I think the girlfriend was the 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 redemption arc here. Totally. He, he that last a- act was better and interesting, and then they just shot it right, and then it was like, nope. Any hope they give you, they threw out the window, and that's that's where they lost me. Because at the end of the movie, if it had actually all amounted to something, and then there was like a lesson at the end of it, I would have been like, all right, that movie was all right. That it was worth the ride, right? At the end of the movie, yeah, they the just thing. take that's you through, the and then it's over and you're like his character doesn't learn lessons he's hard-headed even if he lived and that didn't happen at the end he would have screwed him again that's the point he needed to pay for all the bad shit that he was doing and if you can't redeem him he was a lost cause he was a lost cause redeem that girlfriend that girlfriend they they redeemed her for me because she really elevated her i'm like wow you really love him you're doing all this for him and all that that, that was that was great and, and some money day, she got a lot of money at the end <laughs> she paid bro she is out of there bro yeah no, she's she living she... her best life over there chilling and shit good for her uh so all right so look uh yeah i didn't i, I can understand if, if, if yeah jj smooth i did damn i felt nothing i didn't care what would happen to him there's a lot this was really a very not. uh divisive movie um, and, uh, I think Andy's losing this one from Eric. Uh, she definitely was in love with him. I mean, look, the fact that it makes all these people think and gave Sandler a good performance. Look, I said at the beginning, technically, I think it's a, uh, uh, it's a technically a good movie. Like I get it, Powerful. but it's a power. Yeah. It's like, a, but it's, it's not the type of movie I want to watch again, which I, uh, the rewatchability is, is terrible. So I'm not going to, I'm not even, gonna, I'm not even to make you lose that, try to vote that because I think we both met in the middle there in a fair place because, Fine, it's slightly better, but it's still not rewatchable. <laughs> it's, it's it does deserve the credit it is getting, you know. The I I think. Uh yeah, it's, I don't think Adam Sandler's best actor, but all the other stuff I, I agree with. No, he was good though. I will say he it's was good. definitely one of his better really performances. Good. But yeah, and it would have been nice to see him up there in the Oscars for sure. But uh, you could tell he was pissed because he was wearing suits. He was out there playing the game, and then he's like, "Looks like the Oscars don't like the Sandman." Uh, he like did that tweet that I thought was fair. Is that what he said? Yeah, he he put a tweet out. He's like, "I guess the Oscars don't like the Sandman," but then he's like, "But I'm grateful to all my friends who got nominated." Everything I've ever heard from my own industry stuff, like people love him. He's like a super, mm-hmm. super fit, loyal, sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And anybody who works with him is like, oh, my God, Sandler's the best. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't have a funny story. We, we did it way back in the day. We did an honest trailer. We were going to do um, uh, every Sandler movie. 
like years ago for Adam Sandler. And we made this pretty brutal Adam Sandler honest trailer that was just literally making fun of all the tropes of Adam Sandler. And then our like, whoever was in charge of the company was like, no, can't make fun of Sandler. He's nice. And we might, we might be able to get deals with him. So mm. he, he censored it. But, uh, I was sort of annoyed at the time, but then more and more stories came like, Oh no, he's really nice. So I was actually glad we weren't super mean to him. Here's the tweet though. It was uh, bad news. Sandman gets no love from the Academy. Good news. Sandman can stop wearing suits. Congrats to all my friends who got nominated, especially mama. And then he showed, uh, Kelly, uh, Kathy Bates who got nominated for uh, Richard Jewell. Um, but anyway, so, all right, so there we go. Met in the middle, interesting fight. I like that. Thank you, Ico, for that. Uh, was Ico for the uh, suggestion? No, Flame and Dragons. Uh, love the Cobra Kai hat. Thank you. I got this at a, like, a Halloween store. It says no mercy on the back. Uh, I, I dig it. Have you guys, have you watched Cobra Kai the show, Jody? Yeah, I've seen like most of the first season. Oh, that's probably one of the best really sequels good. there is. If you guys at home haven't watched that on YouTube, uh, whatever it's called, the YouTube show, YouTube channel, premium, YouTube whatever. Bro- Red. I have YouTube TV. That's how I got my cable now. And uh, it's uh, if you want to do it, give me because it's probably an affiliate code I can give you at least. <laughs> but uh, I like YouTube TV, and then it's on. It was on there, so I checked it out. But Cobra Kai, the show, is really freaking great. Uh, and good. Flaming Dragon said, "What Jody?" Uh, so there you go. Thank you, Flaming Dragons, for that love. All right, so uh, and, uh, let's go to the other suggestion uh, that came in. Doolittle. I know you didn't see it, so that's fine. But do you think this? I saw a question of. I'm <clears> negative <throat> on it now. Everybody is so negative on it, bro. Like I've never, I've, I've been heard a movie all year, well, of 2019, that was hated this much, man. That that everybody. I don't agrees understand why. I don't understand why. Uh, you seen it though? You said you. Would you be you understand why, bro? You're the first one that told me it sucked. No, I, I was the only one who said it liked it. I was the only one who went on record to say I liked the movie. You like? You said it was. What? No, watch my freaking review. What? I'm the, I'm literally getting hate because I'm the, you're mixing me up with some other white guy. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> we had a conversation I think last week on Yin and Yang where you mentioned Doolittle and you mentioned that it it, it messed up. Well, no, I mean, uh, no, it messed up in that it added some other. It apparently ended the scene with a, there's a CGI dragon scene at the end where he farts. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. My kids love my kids loved it. Like it was their favorite movie in years. Uh, so I loved it because they loved it, and I thought it was like a fine family adventure. I don't have a, I don't know why everyone's hating on it, but the question oh, I was so trying. Oh, so it's good. So you like it then? Yeah, it's a kids, it's a kids movie. I liked it as a kids what movie. Does that mean though? Because so is Zootopia, and that's a good film. Zootopia is a better film, uh, but this is better than uh, Alpha, Alpha Dogs or Arctic Dogs. Like, there's a lot of uh, you're terrible movies. Low though. I mean, God. Okay, you're, you're telling me everything I need to know. You just went all the way. I gave you Zootopia, and you ran all Zootopia the way to the bottom of the. No, I, I would argue it's it's close to Zootopia because Zootopia actually when I did my top ten of that year, Zootopia wasn't on the list because I had trouble. I, we, I've seen it a lot because my kids have watched it a lot. Great. Great premise, uh, great uh, message, but not actually as powerful on the scope of like Inside Out and other movies that are out there. Oh, Zootopia yeah. to me was not as high. So look, I love Zootopia. I'm no no disrespect to Zootopia, but uh, time time hasn't didn't help make me love it even more. And I've seen it a lot. But here was the, here was the topic I wanted to go to because you haven't seen it, so that's fine. Does Doolittle's box office flop spell trouble for Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, that's a good one. I don't think so. I don't think I think Robert Downey Jr. can easily bounce back from this, and who cares? I do. I I think it does. I think this is bad for his uh, career. All right, so let's 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 do make this an official fight for the for the for yeah. the votes. All right, so I you think that Doolittle that can act, the the negative aspect of Doolittle can really uh, harness tarnish his career? Go for it. Why why do you say that? Um, it's not just like the, the 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 fact that it didn't do well in theaters. It was a tremendous. Gigantic flop. I mean, 
$250 million budget and you only made $30 million, less than $30 million over the weekend. I think you made $22 million over the three-day weekend. That's not a good look, especially off the, that high budget that it had and it's Robert Downey Jr. You left the MCU, Robert Downey Jr. You left the Iron Man suit. And it goes back to what you said last week on Yin and Yang, Andy, because you were right. He needs he can go right back and be Iron Man. And and you know what? A lot of fans, after seeing Doolittle and knowing about this and seeing the box office results, are saying, bruh, take your butt back to Iron Man because that's a place where we all love you, want to see you, and you left the MCU to do this type of movie? And 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 I think I just did on Jody's Corner Live yesterday, I revealed an article that Forbes released yesterday in response to Robert Downey Jr., and he took it there. He dropped his balls out for the world to see, the writer of Forbes. The article, you can pull it up if you want, the article is titled, Robert Downey Jr. Flop lets the world know that Robert Downey Jr. was never a movie star. The Rock is a movie star. Robert Downey Jr. was protected by the helm of Sherlock Holmes and Iron Man, both of which he was doing at the same time, feeding off that hype of one another. He's kind of right, because Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. is getting exposed because of this Doolittle. And that Forbes article got a lot of traction. And that is dumbing down his status and if you ask me, having a flop with hundreds of millions of dollars lost, studios are going to look at that, bro. And Doolittle was not a Disney film. I believe that was Universal. Yeah, it was a Universal. Universal movie. That wasn't a Disney uh, picture. I think that other studios <clears throat> are dumb if they don't look at those box office results and don't scratch their head and wonder if they could take another chance on Robert Downey Jr., yeah, so I found this article. You're right, and I've seen versions of this, but yeah, from Scott Mendelson who uh, on here. But mm -hmm. uh, do a little bomb because Robert Downey Jr. is not a movie star like modern, Ooh, most modern cool. movie stars. Isn't a draw outside of his marquee franchise. Audience wants to see him as Iron Man and occasionally Sherlock Holmes, but not as Doctor Doolittle. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> he does. He's not wrong. Downey hasn't made a lot of hits beyond the Avengers because he's been so deep doing Avengers movies. But I would argue the problem with Doolittle wasn't that it's going to make a hundred million. It's going to make money worldwide. The problem is they spent so much money on this movie that it's being written as a, as a flop. And so, you know, and I also, I think there's, um, uh, I, I just think it's, it's getting an unfair amount of, of it lost to 1917. Yeah, no, which is crazy look this film on paper everything about it should have been a hit it's like and i yeah. i actually don't think the film is as bad as people are saying it is yes there's some fart jokes it. in it it is what it is but there's some strong messages for kids it's like you know not only about you know being nice to animals but like about being afraid and uh the opening is really intense like the opening of the film is his wife is dead he, she goes off an adventure and he's like depressed in a in his mansion not for, afraid to go out and the solar whole movie is about like getting back up and like you know not you know letting a loss like you know end you so they like there's uh, up <clears throat> yes well it's different but yes but my point you know a lot of disney movies are barring those ideas but my point is like it's got real themes in it that i think were unfairly knocked and this is clickbait as it's true it's like he's still a movie star are you crazy his joe rogan clocked in his joe rogan clocked in what like five six million views in his first week the point is like robert downey mm -hmm. jr still has that star quotient like people are going to want to talk about him they're going to write headlines about him he's a big deal now he can't afford more of these i'll give you that but um 
No, he's he's not far gone. If he does Sherlock Holmes three, <clears throat> I I even think that won't do as well as he thinks it is. The Sherlock Holmes franchise hasn't been that good. Uh, it's been okay for him. He needs to find. He needs to find, he needs to find a franchise uh, of his career. Yeah, but it's still not like massively popular. You know what I'm saying? It's not a huge Sherlock Holmes. Isn't that big of a franchise? Yes, it's. What is that big? What do you consider that big? I think it it's is. It's not a. Um, it's not Mission Impossible. It's not. Oh. A, it's not like you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, no. Jumanji. It's not like a huge. I'm saying like a, a franchise where you're like, oh yeah, those are big. The Rock's got Jumanji right now, which is massive. Even the second one's killing it. Um, but he needs something like that, and I think he'd be wise. <clears throat> sorry, frog in my throat. I think he'd be wise doing a supporting turn in another project and not just, he, he sh- it's risky for him to do a leading role next on a big money maker because then it really is all on him. If he teams up with somebody and does something smart, he could save himself easily. And, and you're crazy. People are going to still want to watch Robert Downey Jr. I don't know, but look what you just did there without even noticing it. You read, you, you mentioned Jumanji and you mentioned Mission Impossible. Two franchises who are led by two, what, movie stars, Tom Cruise, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Robert Downey Jr. is not a movie star, bro. He is an acclaimed actor. I don't I don't think you're confusing the two, but in case you are, he is an acclaimed actor like Tom Hanks, but he is not a movie star. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, is a movie star. We can you know go, what I mean? We can go through The Rock and Tom Cruise's movies and show a lot of failures. I think it's unfair to... Dude, Robert Downey Jr. has made the most... Uh, you add up all the box office, he out he outboxes, uh, he outnumbers them both. Now, granted, it's a franchise no that's unfair. Yeah, he does. I, I, the Avengers movies, Fast dude? And the Furious? The Avengers oh, movies? I'm talking about over Tom Cruise? Iron Man. That's not mm. his, you know what I'm saying? Hobbs and Shaw made almost a billion dollars, didn't no, it? No, it didn't. It was lower. It was lower than most of the Fast and Furious movies. But my point is, yes. Know, it made a few hundred. It made uh, a lot of hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't have all the facts here, so we're arguing back and forth over non-issue. My point, though, is like, Yes, Robert Downey Jr. needs to establish himself in more hits. He hasn't done a lot since uh, Iron Man. I'm going through his filmography now as we speak, and it's true. There's not a lot here, but he hasn't done a lot. <clears throat> he hasn't done a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, his, no, now his that he's done uh, since he did Iron Man, he hasn't done a lot except for Sherlock Holmes. We snuck in between, and then he did some. You know, that was it. He made some cameos, Tropic and he made Thunder. the Judge. No, that was before. That was before it all. <clears throat> the Soloist um, with Jamie Fox that didn't hit. That's him and Jamie Foxx. Again, 2009. Work. I'm talking before, like, in the, in the last 10 years, he's made Sherlock Holmes and Avengers last movies. 10 years. Uh, yeah, so that's exactly. a long time. And he made The Judge. That was, like, the one which did actually, I think from a boxer standpoint, it wasn't, like, a bomb, but he didn't spend a lot of money on it. So you're right. He needs to do more films like that that can that can lift open and do well. Like, even so you, you could argue. Robert, well, you really think Robert Downey Jr. This is what a movie star is, though, Andy. You put their name on the banner, people go show up. He's not that. Well, I think the reason people didn't show up for this one is because the critics killed it. The critics sacrificed, like, totally. It's a kid's movie. It's too little. Like, you would have thought you would at least got 50 million opening weekend off something like that. That's my point of, like, I think this was a hit job. This uh, They had it out for this movie. I don't know why, but they had it out for this movie. So my point is someone had it out for him, the movie, whatever, but they tanked it before it was ever out. Uh, Universal didn't want to put a lot of money behind it. Obviously, when they realized they didn't, it wasn't tracking well, and then they dumped it. The, the embargoes were all as late as they could. You're right. They, Due date with him and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, that wasn't very good either. That was uh, that one good, bro. Um, but my point is, I don't disagree that he needs he needs to find some more to do that's going to lift him up. And he's got uh he doesn't have anything else majorly big uh, in yeah, this. Um, if, if, if you're a studio, you gonna throw three hundred million dollars? Do at you him? think he's in Black Widow? No. Do you would that be stupid if he is? No, that'd be awesome if he is. It'd be awesome if him and Capper in Black Widow. 
Yeah, and he gets he gets more box office coin to his uh to his total yeah. running tally. Would be <laughs> smart of him. Awesome. Uh, well, That's look, I'll I will uh I will. Cave... I, 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 let me. I'm trying to let me try to play devil's advocate. Robert Downey Jr. is a fantastic actor, but it's I, I can understand Sherlock Holmes. I'll give you Iron Man. I'll give you, but beyond that, I mean, I'm even thinking about to his past. You go Chaplin, 1990. And then like uh, so, him yeah. with Tommy Lee Jones in uh, what kiss, was, uh, kiss Bang Bang. Most Wanted. None US of those Marshals. movies are are money makers. You're right. No, it's true. Yeah, Wonder he's not Boys. a movie star. He's not a movie star. Yeah, no, he's, he hasn't. It t- not until Iron Man came out that did sort of he like, oh exactly. crap, he can do it. So it it's true. Um, and he's got to find himself. But it's I my argument is he's st- the term movie star. I guess if we're calling it opening movies, you're right. But is he? Would you put him up as a top celebrity that has the uh, the the it factor, like the yeah, social media the factor? Name. He's like George Clooney and Brad Pitt, and put him in there with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's even Leo, star. even Leo, to a point, isn't making money at the box office. Leo is a movie star, <laughs> but he's not bro. making. But he's not you making. Put no, Leo's he, name on no, he does His money. movies aren't making money. Well, yes, they are. They making coin, my dude. What are you talking about, uh, Leo? I'm going back. Because I guess Leo once upon a time, America, once upon a time, America is making money, but it's not like a smash. Is my point? It's a then, smash. His budget, com- budget like to box great, office ratio. Great Gatsby, no. Jay Edgar, no. Yeah. Revolutionary Aviator, Road, no. Uh, Body uh, of uh, Lies, Aviator. no. Blood Diamond, no. Avi- Aviator didn't make a lot of money either. Blood Diamond. You can. To, uh, to my the, point is, the there's. There, he's got some. He's got the Revenant made did well, but it wasn't like a. I wouldn't call that a box office smash. Is all I'm trying to get at. He's an actor's actor, right? But he does pretty well. It's like Bradley Cooper. You could argue is in the same level as him. Right? million dollars for Blood Diamond. Uh, any, any movie that makes a hundred million dollars that's not a action huge blockbuster is is a, is a lot. I can't get Especially my. Get do the they budget. still have box office group? Anyway, let's. So who is a movie star? Is a whole episode. But um, uh, right. I I think it's debatable what we're we're arguing over what the term of how much money do you need to make a movie to be called a movie star, is really what oh, I guess the point yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm not saying Leo hasn't opened up huge movies. He's in Titanic, which is the biggest movie of all time. Right. Inception right. did really well. Uh, Wolf of yeah. Wall Street and uh, what's it called? Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. They opened big and they're making money for, especially for yeah. their budget. So, sure. He's, RTJ uh, doesn't have any of that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. F- that's fair. Even his his dramas aren't doing as well as Leo. So, all right. Fire. I, I still don't know if I'd call him the movie star from a box office perspective, but I guess he does deliver more than I'm realizing. Look, I I think. Um, I think bottom line, though, back to Downey Jr., uh, he's not dead in the water, but you're right in that he's oh, not a movie star from a bankable standpoint. I'll, I'll cave on that point, and I'll even give you the point because I think that's fair. Yeah. He's not uh, He's not getting the uh, – when we go back and really look at it, he's not getting enough of the uh, the big roles, and he doesn't know how to produce them without Marvel's help, and that's going to hurt him later. That doesn't mean he can't be a very successful actor for the rest of his days. But, but does he need to be, though? That's the thing. He made so much money from Marvel, dog. He made he made hundreds of millions of dollars just playing Iron Man. Why would you... I understand it gets stale, and, and but your popularity, your fame, everything that you are in life is because of Iron Man. Like, why would you walk away from that? Like, you don't even have to be... We appreciate you as Marvel fans so much, RDJ, that you don't even have to put the suit on. You could legitimately say, I don't ever want to wear the suit again. And just seeing you next to other Avengers, just seeing you on screen in Marvel movies is enough for us. And that was enough for you because it was a point where RDJ hated the fact that he had to put the suit on. That's why he walked away the first time and they kept throwing money at him in the MCU to come back because he didn't like 
that he was covered by a mask. He wanted to act. And that's why you saw him in Iron Man 3 with barely any suit on, running around as an Iron Man. And you saw him in Civil War. He didn't have a suit, and he was fighting Winter Soldier in the thing with no... Uh, you could do it, man. Robert, stop playing around and come back. There's a lot of actors in Hollywood that wish they were in his position, man. He's kind of wasting it, in my opinion. No, I totally... I think I think Marvel and Robert Downey Jr. need some time apart. I think absolutely we need at least 10 years before we go back. We old man, because. Buddy. But my point is it's going to be that much more valuable when we go back and see him uh, because the when when we... When he does come back, because he's gonna come back, he's not a freaking moron. But you got to take some time off, let it let it die, and then okay. figure out a way to do whatever alternate multiverse or something. Of course, he's coming back. I mean, he needs after a few more Doolittles, <laughs> you can bet your ass he's coming back. But I can understand why he's like, look, I want to take a break. I want to make some other movies. Iron Man's played its course. I think it has too. Like I think Marvel's MCU is like. I don't know. I'm like, I, I wish, dropping. yeah, I wish you would just pause a little bit and like reevaluate and, and then come back. Cause it's like, it's feeling the same stuff. And I could see why, you know, like Iron Man two, not very good. Age of Ultron, not nope. very good. So it's even Iron Man's appearances aren't always good. How many times can you show up and be quippy? So I disagree right. with you on that of like, it's ballsy of him to walk away from the money and cause he can always come back to it. But the point is, that's why well, look think, what he did. He did that's why he's, that's why it looks wild. That's why he's still a movie star because he will always be able to open an Avengers movie as Tony Stark and bring in the money. It, it, he's gonna. So like that's the only point I would cave to you like of like safety net. He's got it. No matter you can you can't tell me 10, 20 years from now, even if he's old, if he comes back to the mantle and says, I'm back as Iron Man, let's do this, dude. Boop, 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 drop the money all over the place. So but you're right in that he's not a movie star in that he needs to be able to prove he can open other movies and he has good taste in knowing how to make movies because you know, uh, Leo, to everyone, as everyone's hit me in the comments, clearly is making good choices because he's doing low budgets yeah. and making the money. So, fair. Yeah. He's a movie star. Robert Downey Jr., not. You get that point. I'll give it to you. I don't even need the votes. But go yeah. ahead and vote. Was <laughs> I, did you disagree with me? Do you agree with Jody? Uh, I've lost track of how many points. But um, uh, Myra Marin. Well, my Lakers sheet. Hey, Myra. Thank you for the donation. Was, uh, was it RDJ was who wanted to leave or Disney? I heard it was him. But I also heard it was sort of a middle ground of like they were gonna Russo's were leaving, they wanted to sort of wrap up Avengers, sort of everything made sense for sort RDJ of, was trying to leave after Iron Man three. Yeah, I've heard that too. And then they, remember? but I don't know if that was just a money making thing or they were just smartly got. It was his status. He didn't like. He did, he wanted to be RDJ and act. He didn't want to be stuck behind a CG. You know, in that mask. Jarvis, tell me where I'm at. That's not acting. He he said he was he didn't like it. Yeah, but I think he did a he did a really good um, his Rogan interview is really interesting. Talked about it, but he he talks about how grateful he was and how great that experience was. So I, look, I think he'll be back. But there you have it. Uh, that was a good detour. I think worthy. I, so I, I had um uh let's see which one of these you like best. I have a few more because I don't want to keep us going for three hours, but we can stick around for a couple more. Oh, this is fun. Um, this is fun. But let's keep. So I have a couple other topics here, and if anybody wants to pitch one, now's your opportunity. As I find the next round for us to argue. Uh, and uh, we try to attempt to change each other's minds. That's our point. And just have a movie dialogue. You guys chime in. I'm checking your comments. Thank you, everybody who's chiming mm -hmm. in the comments. I see you all. Appreciate it. Um, all right, so we had Michael Bay's 600, 600 Ground viewed by 83 million members. Do you think Netflix gooses its numbers? I think Netflix uh, mis misleads and markets their numbers to their advantages when they can. They use very careful wording. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't really tell you how long that took to get to 83 million. The, the point of the matter is like this, head shed light on this. this headline feels like it's a success. 
But I would argue, no, this wasn't a success for them. This was a very expensive movie, and how the hell are they making their return? Why wasn't this in theaters? Would have made way more money in theaters, and when they put these very expensive, big money budget projects behind Netflix wall for $10 a month for everybody, they're losing money. This isn't a success. They're bleeding money left and right, and 83 million members, that's not enough people to watch a Ryan Reynolds Michael Bay movie for free, practically, on Netflix. Does this seem like a success to you, is what I'm trying to get at? Mm, that, as it stands, it sounds really successful. 83 million, that's a large number. Right. But what I wanted to introduce into this equation is The Hollywood Reporter released an article earlier today about exactly the changes that Netflix made to what actually counts as a view. Right. In the past... They were counting a view as if someone who goes on Netflix streaming service, you have to watch 70% of the film or television show for it to count and register as a view. Now the change that they've made is, guess what? Two minutes. <laughs> Which is such BS. <laughs> two minutes. If you watch two minutes of a film on Netflix, they count that as a view. And if you, you know watch two minutes of a show, it's a view. So it's crazy because I bet you sometimes with that, you know, when the movie auto plays while you're looking through movies, sometimes does that count as a view? Yeah. If it's two minutes, <laughs> like literally, you know what I'm talking about when you're on the menu yeah. screen, you're like, all right, what is this? And then it starts playing a clip. And you're like, oh. oh, I would say no, you have to click that. No, but sometimes it's not a trailer. Sometimes auto it's literally play. a no, two minute. A view. Sometimes it's literally a two minute clip that they just play. So I wonder, like, I know, I know from websites and working on them, like you can totally trick the numbers. People put, they have like landing pages that are just like that. If you ever go to slash film and you see those dumb little links on the bottom, the clickbait at the bottom, and it goes to zergnet.com or whatever it is, yeah. those zergnet articles. My point is, then you go to that zergnet article and it's like, here's honey boo boo. She's really hot now. And then you end up clicking through a hundred friggin' pages to try and find the thing that you thought you were going to get and you never get it. Every time you're reloading, there's like 1500 videos behind yeah. on the scenes that are every time you're reloading, you're giving views to a bunch of other pages or videos. So my point is it's all you can goose those view numbers like crazy to get real. So I, because they don't that, release their streaming numbers and like you said it's 2 minutes, I don't buy it. And if it's I'll just if it's 86 million people who are 83 million people who watch 2 minutes of it, really does that mean million. it's a success for Netflix? All right, look, Eddie, 83 million, two minutes. How many you think really watched at least 70% of it and on? Half of that? I'm going to say like, oh, oh, half? <laughs> I was going to say like 9 million, bro. Oh, I, mean, I, was, I was being generous. Uh, yeah, that's generous. I'm like, probably, that's probably 9 million. All right, so and how much, how much is a Netflix subscription? Which is 10 bucks? Time, uh, that's easy math. Well, 16 if you got the 4K. I don't know. So we have 83 uh, million times... Ten dollars a month, right? So that's eighty-three. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I do that? What is that? Someone who's better at math. Eighty-three million, million is. Uh, it doesn't even give me. What is that? Eighty-three million times ten is a lot of. That's a lot of millions. <laughs> it is. That's a lot, but I don't think that. That's my I don't point. Think that's, that's a lot. That's what I'm saying. It can't be real. Eighty-three million times ten would be. You think people are trying? What I'm trying to say is, you think that people are trying to uh, subscribe to Netflix just for that movie? That's not the case. It's people who already have a subscription who then view that. So I don't know how they do it, but uh, can that, someone in the right. comments that help me do the math? Budget, help me do the math, because I what? Is, how many is it? Trillions? What? What? Eighty-three million. You just add a zero. Eight hundred thirty. Eighty-three million, million times. Well, it's sixteen dollars. Is what most people are saying. So well, I'm playing 16. So I don't what's pay the $83 million times $16? How many? How much is that? 
know, that's probably uh, 1.5 billion. So around there. Why won't this? Uh... It should be around 1.4, 1.5 billion. Just off the top of my head, around so there. One, two, three, one, two, three. There we go. Times it is. There you go. So it's one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, it's one point three billion dollars that they made on that movie. In theory, or I mean, or no, because you got to understand that doesn't mean they're getting that every movie. That's just showing how many how many people are like in the database that you can quantify, right? So they're making one point three billion um, on uh, their users who watched <clears throat> Six Underground or whatever else they watched and sticking around. Now that's per month. That's per month, right? So But that's gotta, not that's not just for times that by twelve. That. And then we're at uh one, two, three right? I can't yeah, one, two, three, and then that's not that's, that's hundred and fifty nine that billion though. dollars a year. Hundred and fifty nine right? Am I doing that? No, I'm wrong. That's only if you that's only if you believe that people are like, I don't have Netflix. Oh, there's a Michael Bay movie on Netflix. Let me purchase Netflix. Like that was what I would if that is what got them in, if that released, like I think they have dates. Like say it came out June 5th, 2020, and then they look at subscriptions that came on June 5th, 2020, and then of those subscriptions that came on June 5th or June 6th who went directly to that film, then you could probably count that and tie that to those subscriptions. But just having them, I, I mean, know. so whatever, give or take. It's hard to tell because you're right. Some are getting trials. Some, but you got to. Yeah. I, I bet you a lot of the people who are watching Six Underground are people who have had Netflix for a month or two at least, and that's a lot of money per month. So then it's it, it does you you quickly realize why Disney, HBO, everybody's getting into this business model because they're like, well, crap, that's how much Netflix is making. Why aren't we doing this? <laughs> so it is, but then it's like people say Netflix is spending a lot of money on their movie. They're they're spending billion dollars easy, but it's oh, like, geez. are they? They sp- might hit the floor, bro. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm still trying. Like, is this a success? It's, we're back to it, right? That's the that's the argument I'm having here. What's the budget for it? You got to factor that in. Is there a budget uh, number for that? I mean, that was probably. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, it cost well, 150 million. Movie, man, and- 150 million. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's insane. <laughs> Nah, man, that shit ain't making no money, man. Nah. Do you nah. think it would have made money in theaters? What do they do? They, if Michael Bay released Six Underground, the mob. If Michael what? Bay had released this film in theaters, how much money do you think they would have made in the box office? Honestly, if they released that same film in theaters with some production and some promotion, I think it would have made uh, like 60, 70 million. I would I would be around the ninety to a hundred million dollar range if they if they released right. it a as right. a fun action film on without a lot of competition. You're right. Maybe it gets to a hundred. Okay, May, fine. Yeah. If if the release happens without much competition, maybe we make it to a hundred million. And if they spend hundred fifty, why would they do that? <laughs> that movie was not worth it. But it's their business model. It's, it's, it's it, they're doing the Tesla. And I talked about this on my channel before. Tesla, I don't even, I still don't think they're making profit yet because they're banking on the future and they're banking on the infrastructure. They're losing money making Teslas with the hope that more people will adopt buying Teslas. And that's what Netflix is doing. They're building the platform and they're making such a huge, gigantic library that over time, those monthly subscriptions will start to, it'll start going from negative into the into the black. I don't think that, last time I checked on Netflix's uh, numbers business-wise, they were some $200 million in debt. And this was about two years ago. How big or how small that shrunk, I don't know. But I know that they were losing in a couple years ago. Yeah, it's freaking wild. So anyway, I, this is an ongoing conversation. 83 million members? That's, that's fluffy. 
Yeah. So, uh, but it, so I don't think it's a success. I feel like you could have probably no. made a cheaper mo- movie. You could have easily made a cheaper movie that probably with starring Ryan Reynolds that had a car chase or two and didn't need to have Michael Bay's expensive budget. And people probably still, the same amount of people who watched it would have watched that same version is all I'm saying. So to me, it's like, that's still not enough. I would need like 1 billion people watched, you know, like whatever it is, because to me, why would you spend 150 million on that crazy movie? This look it, at this uh, triple frontier. Have you seen that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Look at that cast. Yeah, big cast. That amazing film. That was a good film to me. 115 million dollar budget. Really? With that cast with that cast and that production value. 115 million dollar. How is that cheap? 150 million. Wait, what was the budget with of this that, one? The budget for triple frontier. Estimated your approximate budget. Yeah. 115 million dollars. They're just, they are overspending on this money because the town, ta- you know why it costs more money? That cast. Well, you know why? Because Netflix doesn't give residuals. So they pay up front up the nose because the difference is other studios have to pay more money over time when it's on cable or it goes somewhere else. And so what's weird about Netflix is they pay up front a very handsome fee to all the talent because they're like, no, we don't want to pay the SAG fees, all the other crap. You don't get it. It's on our thing forever. So what's interesting though is I don't know if then Netflix, what if Netflix is like, man, screw this business model, but can we sell our streaming rights to Disney Plus in 10 years? Mm. I don't know. if they, I think they can. I think they own it outright yeah, and can do whatever the hell they, they want can, with yeah. it. So yeah. it's interesting. But what's crazy is when studios were making all these big movies like a Triple Frontier, which that's way too much money for a Triple Frontier. But when they're making all the money, you know, it's wow, spread out and they can get multiple. They're getting the DVD revenue. They're getting the box office revenue. They're getting the cable TV revenue. Then they were getting Netflix revenue. So, but now Netflix isn't getting any revenue but subscribers. And I still can't figure out how the hell this is happening. It's, it's, it's bonkers to me. Uh, they got a big bank account. They have a huge bank account. Uh, but yeah, Triple Frontier was pretty solid. I liked it. Um, but yeah, oh, that just shows you those budgets are high. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, it's weird Netflix is revealing their budgets. Why even show the budgets? But I guess they sort of have to so the studio, so the actors know, yeah. oh, wow, yeah. you're actually going to give me money? Martin Scorsese is like, oh, wow, you really are going to give money from my Irishman? Um, anyway, fa- it's fascinating. I-, I love always talking about this stuff because it-, it gets kind of crazy. Here's another weird story. Ready? Net, yeah. Speaking of Netflix, Netflix commits to Bradley Cooper's Leonard Bernstein film. Here's my problem. This film is produced by Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, Bradley Cooper, Todd Phillips, and then like 10 other people. That's too many friggin' big name producers. Is it oh, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> who, what, who is Leonard Bernstein? I don't know who so that Leonard is. So Leonard Bernstein is, uh, he's, he's an old, um, uh, what is this? He's like a, he's an old actor, I think. Um, well, hold on. Burn, is, but what is it? Uh, and the wife, uh, the relationship between, it's, no, he's the composer, right? That's what I thought. Leonard Bernstein is a composer. And his wife, Felicia Montalego, promises to do their lives justice, a renowned filmmaking team. He made um, he made a ton of famous movies, Leonard Bernstein. Didn't he do, um, uh, wow. why am I forgetting this? Why am I forgetting who Leonard Bernstein is? He's a very famous cinema file guy. But he's the, okay. he was the composer for, was it Hitchcock? Am I... American composer, conductor, author, music lecturer, and pianist. Yeah, he did a ton of stuff. I mean, I've heard of the name, but I, I'm, I'm stupid in my classic. One of the first music. conductors born and educated in the United States to receive worldwide acclaim. But he did like West Side Story. I thought he did some uh, Hitchcock. Am I crazy? It's yet to go down because he's I'm in the 2000s, but he wasn't around then. Um, but anyway, he's uh, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, anyway, so that, but my, regardless of the storyline, people want Bradley Cooper. They're like, yes, please, Bradley Cooper, because Bradley Cooper also about to be a movie star, right? Because Bradley Cooper 
made mm-hmm. serious bank with a star is born American mm-hmm. sniper who would have thought I remember limitless that pulled in money. Who would have thought hangover movies, it was a good movie. Bradley Cooper has become a movie star, whether we realize it or not, because he's bringing people in left and right. Uh, guardians of the galaxy he gets to call uh, put under his, his thing too. Um, he's been sneaking around and now stars born made a ton of money for him as a director. So mm-hmm. Netflix is like, yes, please. We want your, your new movie. Um, and then Bradley Cooper's like, okay, I'll make even more money. And the reason people are going to Netflix also is interesting because people are watching the movies. You know, everyone has Netflix, so they just watch the movie on Netflix. So it's like, why wouldn't you want a ton of movie and have a billion people have access to your movie whenever they want, right? It seems like a no-brainer. Um, yeah. But uh, I just like, oh my God, Netflix. Why? Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, what is, what is, Todd how, Phillips. People, this is that's too many producers. Those are big names. <laughs> it's wild to me. I mean, there's not you much to argue about is? that. But you know, I just wanted you to, know to this, say. this screams to me is not about. I think. Like Irishman. There's, this is just a theory of mine. I think that Netflix is willing to lose money for acclaim. I think the Irishman, they knew that they were going to lose money on it, but they knew and they believed in that director and they believed in Pacino. I mean, De Niro and um, uh, uh, Joe Pesci and Al Pacino that they knew that that was going to have Oscar buzz, it was going to be awards winning, and everybody is looking at Netflix. And and Ricky Gervais went on the thing. Everybody knows Netflix is going to win. They win every year. Just go ahead and give the award to Netflix. They're killing it. Netflix was sitting back eating that shit up like, yeah, because well, oh, they, they pay Ricky because they pay him and, a lot of money for his shows and his specials. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. And then this. This, this sheet right here about this acclaimed actor, look at those producers that are tied to this. That is a historical timepiece. Steven Spielberg, uh, 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 Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, they want their name on that for the legends, for the yeah. history books. They want to be the ones that actually gave this man some credit to be down there as a producer so they can say, yo, I'm the one that helped produce this. And Netflix got their name and they're backing their money to say, Look what platform this movie came out on. Sure, we overpaid. Sure, we took an L. But I'll see you for the Oscars in the year that shit comes out. I yeah. think that's what Netflix is coming. Netflix wants they're, the they're, Oscar back. I mean, it's and it's written, written, directed, starring, producing Bradley Cooper, who everyone in the comments is reminding me in the right. He produced Joker too, so he's getting some change, some change from uh from just doing Joker. Good on him. Uh, but man, he has not messed around. He's doing really well. Even Silver Linings, Playbook, American Hustle, all made money. Um, so he's doing, he's killing it. Um, he's yeah. also producing a whole, untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. Um, Bradley Cooper, also a movie star. He's trying to get his way in. Because I feel like Bradley Cooper realizes he's not Leo. He's not as good of an actor as Leo. He's good, but I don't think he's, he's he realizes he's just not the best. But he realizes mm-hmm. I'm good enough and I can be a direct, I can be a freaking killer director. And so he's wisely going down that road. And I think good for him. It's a good path. People will want to work. So he did this. He wrote this with the spotlight scribe, Josh. So this is this has Oscar all over at this movie. Um, and so everyone's like, ooh, every, it's just the ingredients that people smell it. And they're like, ooh, I might be able to win an Oscar. Finally, yes, yes. I'll, I'll, but anyway, my point is overly expensive. This seems insane. And then it's just like, let's just put Scorsese and Spielberg on the marquee because maybe we'll win an Oscar. I guess and they all will get Oscars if that gets the best picture. I think they all get to go up and get a statuette. So I'm going to agree with what, what Bubble is saying in the chat. He said Netflix has the best original content of all streaming services. Period. That's true. I don't agree. The, Amazon Prime is doing some really good oh, stuff too. Oh no. Don't Yeah, do. dude. What the Amazon boys? Prime? That shit is old, man. No. Have you do you have it? Yeah, I got it. The I boys was on Amazon Prime. I caught, I watched the old Andes movie. <laughs> I just said, 
<coughs> HBO watched- is doing great, and H and Amazon both do really good stuff. Yeah, but Netflix is so th- thick and like deep. what? Yeah, what do you? Right all right, but best streaming service, go. Let's take Bobo's advice there. It's, it's Netflix. Why? No, it's but Netflix why? Why? So why? What is the shows on Netflix? <coughs> Give me the five shows you're like. I, I I gotta have them. Original programming. I don't really watch. I'm not a television show watcher. I am a film watcher. Original film and Netflix has every. It seems like every single film on the on the first three rows of Netflix are all original Netflix movies. All doesn't them. make them good. That's the problem I have with Netflix. Oh, well, There's no right. stamp of quality like HBO used to have. 19, 1918. That was an uh, original Netflix film, and I gave that an A last year. 1918? Thomas Jane. It's a sequel to 1917? <laughs> uh, it was called ni- 1918, I believe that was the name of it. Wow, I got to look the up man, the sequel. Where the man was, uh, you know, he killed his wife. Where he murdered his wife and raised his son. I don't even know. You know 19. To... There's a movie called 1918 that happened last year, and then this year they did 1917. That's yeah. Kind of 1918, 19. Yeah, let me see. 1918, 18. I believe it's called. From night. There's a 1918 from 19... or 1912. It might be 1912. <laughs> it's one of Get them. Get your shit. years straight. Damn 1922. It. There it is. 1922. Okay, there we go. 1922. I seen the two popes. Fire. Marriage story. Fire. Oh, well, let's argue about that one next time because ugh. Uh, look, look, look. Uh, a Fall from Grace. This I just saw Stephen that last King. night. Uh, Tyler Perry. It's the classic Tyler Perry BS, but it's one of the better Tyler Perry BSs. Uh, the Witcher. That's like, I think The Witcher just got. Are you watching The Witcher? Be honest. I am not. I am not. I am not. <laughs> don't don't am just, not. Don't there's, just there's, spout there's shows a, you haven't even seen. I watched the, the Mind of Aaron Hernandez, that documentary. Fire. And let me tell you what else I'm watching on Netflix that I'm almost finished. The history of World War II remastered in full color technical. It is beautiful. Is that the one I'm Peter on Jackson 10. did? Because Peter Jackson did a show like that. He did a movie that came out. Weird. No, it's not Peter Jackson. It's narrated by some old dude, and I've been I've I've been glued to it since last night. It's freaking the best World War World War II freaking content that I've ever seen or read, and that's a Netflix original. Look, I, Netflix is spending money to have shows. I'll give you that, but I my point is I don't I don't tune into a lot of them. I'm not Triple like Frontier, I, like we talked about. I, none of them. They're all there because and it's stuff, but I don't like tune in. Like the boys, the boys was appointment television. The only okay. appointment television for me on Netflix was Stranger Things, and that was like you know it was fun. That's Netflix, uh, but that I'm saying that they had that one, and they have also been around longer. But the boys. Uh, all right, keep going. But I'm saying, but Amazon, the other one right now that's amazing on Amazon is Fleabag, the, which everyone, it's winning every award in the house because it's the best show there is, which you probably haven't watched, uh, but it's fantastic. Uh, and I, I put it off forever because it's not my type of show, I thought, but The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is actually very funny and very well put together, well done. Um, and then there's also- a lot of TV. What about the movies, though? Uh, the movies. They, there's also, uh, the well, they have better real movies. Not the originals. If I want to go watch like a, an old movie, they don't have OG movies. Yeah, like, do they, they have like the Naked Gun trash. on there? No, but I'm saying from a movie library, I actually watch more movies on Amazon because they got like old movies I actually want to rewatch. Netflix doesn't That's have why them they anymore. Have old movies because they can't afford to pay the licensure for the good ones. No, they did. Uh, was it Manchester by the Sea? They've done. Um, <laughs> they've done award contenders. Yeah, they have. I've seen Manchester by the Sea on Amazon, as a matter of fact, because no one else wanted to even carry that overrated freaking film. Oh, Casey no, Affleck won Ben Affleck Best he's... Actor for that role over Denzel Washington's Fences. You kidding me? Wait a second. Did okay. Oscar's so freaking racist, man? Oh, you know, you know what was produced by uh, Amazon Films? Uncut Gems. 
Oh, was it tight? Well, it's A24. <laughs> but apparently Amazon helped on that one, so according to this list. Uh, A24 is Amazon? I don't know. Tom Clancy, they're doing the Lord of the Rings. Sale. Man, is that fa- is that true? Is this true? Good omens. I hear good things. Can't win Amazon versus Netflix, bro. Uh, Modern Love is a really good show by the guy who made Sing Street, which I just love, and that's on there as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, you were never really here with Joaquin Phoenix was really interesting. Uh, Honey Boy, that new one from Shia LaBeouf, I hear is great. I, I haven't had a chance that. to see it. Is that that's on Amazon? On, that's on Amazon. Brittany runs a marathon. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but Good people are raving it. about that. So look, I mean, they have stuff, but I agree. On, I, on. Manchester by the Sea was one. Beautiful Boy Come apparently on. is really depressing with Steve Come Carell. On. This is it's lackluster. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Amazon got fired. The Big Sick, the with big sick was fantastic with Kumail Nanjiani. And they released the big, their movies the in theater, so I respect that a lot. Uh, big Short was not made by Netflix, you liar. <laughs> but it's on Netflix, is what I'm saying. Uh, Amazon Prime is underrated. It's it's worth it. it is, there's, and plus, you get the Prime benefits. You don't get that with Netflix. I only have Amazon Prime because I do it for the shipping. Right, but then you get all these free movies. It's just an, it's a bonus on a bonus. I don't, I don't spend my time on there. I give my time to Netflix. I'm I keep one. I'm even off Disney Plus. I'm tired of it now. Disney Plus. I'll, well, I'll agree with you on that. There's nothing to watch in Disney Plus. There's kid stuff, you, the and I watch The Simpsons. I'm rewatching be... Simpsons with my kids, but it's like even my kids are like, "Meh, I don't want to go on Disney Plus." They would rather go to Netflix to watch some of their kid shows. Yeah, it is, and and I can say that I agree that Disney Plus is in trouble unless they really start to stop BSing and put some of that real content out. Because um, after Mandalorian, there's nothing original to really. I, I seen Jeff Goldblum's series. I've seen that in a, uh, no, a couple of days. The family only content is a bad thing for them because they don't they they need to move ten times faster than they're moving. Because who wants to wait till the fall to watch Mandalorian two and Captain Soldier like that? Okay, I'll be interested then. But until then, like, why am I paying? Why would I pay per month for uh, Disney I'm, Plus right now? I'm glad I have Disney Plus free because I'm going to be honest. The library as it stands, uh, it's not worth the $6.99. That's why they were smart. They gave that sort of two-year deal to a lot of people because they yeah. people are tuning out. But, uh, you right. know, now a year from now, we'll see. But, man, Disney needs to fast track like a ton of shows. Dude, right. We are two months away from HBO Max. That's going to be that is, And they're shooting a lot. I know a lot of people working on shows. Like, they are oh, they are working oh, fire. Like, because they're like, and that doesn't mean it's always good. But they're at least like no, they know they have to like move quickly to get their content up. So when you debut mm-hmm. a service, you gotta have a dozen shows ready. The one that I can't figure out is Am- is Apple, and it's frustrating because uh, the they're morning the morning show is a really really good show, surprisingly really good show that I didn't think I'd like, and I actually really really appreciate it. Um, give it a shot, find it if you can download it somewhere or something. That's uh, or, uh, Jennifer Aniston. It's right? Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and Billy Crudup is amazing in it as the studio sort of exec. But I'm telling you, I thought, oh, it's going to be then it's a dumb, like, liberal Me Too propaganda crap. And no, they really, everyone has a dirty secret. They really are trying to hit all sides of it. And it's a fascinating drama that unfolds with twists and turns. Mm. Reese Witherspoon's really good. It's just really engrossing television that has, like, at the end of an episode, you're like, oh, uh, I got to watch the next one. Uh, if that was on Netflix or any of these other bigger shows, we would be That's talking tough. about it a lot. But because That's it's on tough. Apple, like, who the hell cares? What? Who um, cares about that it's on Apple? Like, no. how do I get that? Do I have to just pay for that? If you have an i, if you buy an Apple product, you get it year for free for a year. Otherwise, yeah, you got to pay like five bucks, and they have four shows. It's like makes no sense. But Apple has so much money, they don't care. That this costs them nothing. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll make a dozen shows. They got an that, Night I Shyamalan to see that show. C show with Jason Momoa. I tried it. It's weird. It's I just it's I can't good? I can't get into it because I'm like, how are they not? It's killing each other. They're literally they're all blind, falling. and they're fighting each other. And I'm not trying to like make fun of blind people. I'm sorry, but. I don't. I, someone actually was trying to help me. He's like, "Well, they would smell each other." But these are like knockdown, drag out fights, and you're like, 
wouldn't you at one point accidentally stab one of your like own team members? It doesn't make any sense. But apparently it gets better. I don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, there's a, and there's another one from M Night Shyamalan, and there's uh, some other stuff. Amazing stories from Steven Spielberg's coming there. So they have some big shows, but it's it's a waste of a service. I wanted to go to one other story and wrap up, and then if anybody has a suggestion before we, we wrap out of here, send it over. Uh, Bunda La La Land is better than Sing Street. You are a fool. La La Land is not better than Sing Street. La La Land is one of the most overrated, self-indulgent L.A. bullcrap movies of ever. Sorry. Love you, Bunda, but no. Uh, Myra Myron, do you think Netflix is the movie pass of streaming? No. I mean, that, that would mean it's a failure. Netflix is making yeah, a ton of money. That's more like Amazon. No. Amazon has too much money to fail either. That's my point. Just from Amazon no, alone. No, they're backed by Amazon. Apple yeah. TV, though, is sort of the movie pass. But even Apple TV can't pass uh, fail because it's Apple. But they could shut it down. It's like Verizon Go 90. Nobody remembers that one. But Verizon made a service. And it failed because they just sucked. But they wasted a lot of money. Um, but Verizon has plenty of money. So I don't think any of these companies that are doing streaming services are going to fail because they got a lot of money to waste. They know they got to spend I think Disney it. Plus and, and uh, Apple are at the bottom, though. Disney Plus will win. Disney Plus is playing a long con. They know. They got a lot of stuff in development. They're fast-tracking Home Alone movies and tons of stuff that's now all... This next year is all production. So next year, if done right, they got, they got a lot of stuff coming. She-Hulk, Moon Knight... But then that price is going to go up exactly, too. and that but they now they can do it cheap because but then once the stuff starts actually coming out, uh, they'll have they'll have Obi Wan next year. They're going to have a lot of stuff next year. So and they smartly release it week to week, right? So it seems like there's more of a value, uh, yeah. which is a fight I want to do. I don't want to do it now. I want to save it for Nerd War. Binging or weekly TV viewing. We're going to do that in a later mm, episode because I, I it's an interesting. Um, Vitali, thanks for congratulations on 110 k subs. Thank you for that, yeah, Vitali. Congrats, bro, that's a nice um, round number. This is a nice round number. I appreciate it. It's, it's uh, YouTube is slow right now, but finally <sighs> got nice. me there. Uh, all right, but I want to go to the story to wrap up. And if anybody has a subject to, to share, let me hear it before we wrap up. But uh, Patrick Stewart met with Marvel's Kevin Feige, and he has no oh, intention okay. of playing Professor X again. Uh, why let's first, before we argue, should he be professor X again? Uh, why do you think he's meeting with Kevin Feige? Let's speculate on that. Do you think there's a, was there conversation? Is that, does Kevin Feige just like, you know what? We're, we're doing X-Men. I'm going to make, I have to do a professor X again. Let's just meet with Patrick Stewart out of respect. Just make sure we understand what he wants to do. Do you think that's what happens or is it like not even X-Men related? What, what do you, that's, I mean, that's my guess, but what do you think a Kevin Feige, Patrick Stewart meeting would look like? Uh, I think they want to sit that man down and see if he's willing to play Professor X again. I think that's what it was. That is why else would Kevin Feige be meeting with Patrick Stewart? It's it's around that time where they need to start making plans for X Men, and he is Professor X just as much as Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, right? So you I don't mean, count James McAvoy. He can't do it. He can't just keep grow old into it either, because James McAvoy's no, done a pretty good job no, as a, as a young no. man. He did a good job. I mean. So did um, Michael Fassbender. Did he surpass Ian McKellen? Honestly, he did some pretty good work in uh, in that, especially in first class yes, as, he did. as Nazi yes, he hunter. Did, did like, he surpass it was badass. Ian McKellen. What, you want to come scene? out, Charles? Come out, Charles. Where you're hiding? Uh, yeah, I guess in X Men Two, they're really good. Uh, he has done it to me. It's it's there, but my point is, it's it's closer than I think I would uh, than it, I realized. Here's, here's what I think. He, I think you met with him to talk with him about Professor X. But here's what I'm thinking. Why would Kevin Feige be talking to Patrick Stewart? He's not the type of person to cross over to do things like that. This tells me, I just learned that he was talking. So this tells me 
that Kevin Feige is going to do some time shifting where that Professor X is another realities Professor X. And then on the MCU side, they're going to come up with a, a newer Professor X. I think they're going to blend them two together. And I think there will be two Professor X's, him from the Fox universe. And then this one will come up with a whole new actor from the for the MCU, I think. He's too old to play Professor X, obviously. Well, you got to remember, so th they also have their Marvel What If. So, I mean, Kevin Feige could meet with him to say, hey, want to voice a an X-Men, you know, thing we're doing? The, I mean, it, boring. It's boring, but, I mean, it's realistic, right? I don't, yeah, that's definitely realistic, yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't disagree that, you know, as they sort of said the multiverse of madness, right, that's coming with WandaVision all the stuff. Like, I'm intrigued by that by far because – it could mean a lot of cool things for the MCU and an opportunity for them to reset and make it less stagnant, right? And make it fresh again. Um, but that only works when you introduce characters that we're actually invested in. And the whole plan apparently is to launch the Peep Moon Knight, all these things, She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, all the stuff they're doing, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, all the stuff they're doing on Disney+, Plus. he's made very clear, is becoming a big part of the future of Marvel movies. So, uh, I don't know, man. It's it, it, That's where it's all confusing. Of course, Marvel will succeed. I, don't, I think they're too big to fail at this point. The fan base is too big, and these movies are too big. And they're done, they're serviceable movies that are, like, entertaining even when they suck that it's like they have to really mess up to really screw up the, the formula. But, uh, I don't know. I, it is interesting. I, I hope you're, do you think that he was trying to get him for professor X to be in the, what if, or in Canon X-Men? Uh, I think he's probably taking meetings with everybody he can just to understand where people's heads are at. Oh, okay. Right. You know, I think it's, to me, it's like, if I'm Feige, I'm like, well, yeah, one, I want to meet Picard. Why, the, why the F not? Of course, let's take a meeting with, with friggin' Patrick Stewart. He's a legend. Uh, and like, what do you, Hey, what's going on? And Jeff, it's like, you just do that as a Kevin Feige to make sure you're out in the game, you know, networking people. But I mean, why not? Of course, uh, while you're hanging out secretly in Marvel's H quarters, of course you ask, would you ever want to do professor X again? If we could figure out a cool idea, I'm sure that question came about, but here was his yeah. answer. Here was his answer. He actually did, you know, he told everybody, um, uh, I met with Kevin Feige a couple months ago. And we had a long, long conversations, and there have been moves and suggestions, which include Charles Xavier. So he's admitting they're talking about it. Um, but before mm -hmm. anything comes up, he says, um, here's the problem. If we if we had not made Logan, then yes, I would probably be ready to get into that wheelchair one more time and be Charles Xavier. But Logan changed all of that. So he's sort of just he's, – he's following Hugh Jackman's sort of – thing of just like why would i come back it ended perfectly and I, I i i hear them it's like how do you end when it ends perfectly that you don't want to come back and mess up your legacy and then do a bunch of crappy movies that sort of wreck it but then there's also money <laughs> and there's you know yeah. there's reasons to come back especially if you can play with the timeline but i thought logan was a fantastic ending and it was a good point for them to check out if they want to check out so i don't blame them if they want to but uh but john and he's doing picard right now which everyone says is going to be great so Patrick Stewart's busy. He's working. He's doing okay. That's crazy. Patrick Stewart is over here saying that was the perfect ending when he got stabbed by the one person that he loved in life. And the last visual he saw was the person that he loved killing him. And then Logan dying, taking an L on a tree branch is the perfect ending. No, the perfect ending was him getting the boat and him sailing off into the sunset with Professor X. No. That is what should have happened. That per ending wasn't perfect. That was a sad, depressing terrible ending to professor x's character i would be thrilled to jump back on the board to he do was, a, dude, a he real was, uh professor x he was losing it mentally he had to go out there was no other way to do it he was he and then that, that was what was so intense about better that than being on that boat and sailing and drifting his mind away no, and fishing and shit with logan no, he wouldn't have he would have had more problems and it, that was just that was just a fantasy trip 
It was always going to yeah. go down. That's, that's how you my ended. point. You ended on a high note, not on a depressing, sad note. That's real. Come way. on, you're and you're selling. You're telling me Uncut Gems was great, but Logan's not. Come on, Jody. <laughs> I didn't say Logan's not great. I said the ending. Uncut. I don't want. They, they did an Uncut Gems ending in Logan. Is my point, and it's like, well, yeah, what a ballsy move for a Wolverine movie to really go there and give it closure. That's the one thing about these movies; they never give closure. So now we finally know how it ended, sad or not. It was fantastic. And then it lives on with X-23, right? He, he inspires her to sort of move his legacy on, which who would have right. thought Wolverine could do? But where's the closure? They just opened up a whole other wound with he, X-23. He, well, Logan, I mean, it was more closure for Logan. I'll give you that. I, I got to remember how. They're Pat always looking for money. It's Fox, man. We forgot what these fools do. Oh, no, Disney. It's not Fox. Fox is the word. Logan Fox has been. Fo oh, no, but I'm saying now Fox has been removed from all Disney right, stationery. Back then it was definitely Fox in their shit, in their shenanigans. You know, I, I, I think that Patrick Stewart is full of it. He's an old man. And, <laughs> and, and as soon as that check hits the table, he's going to hop out that wheelchair and chuck and jive for that check and run down to the Chase Bank and cash that motherfucker. No way, dude. They just paid him a mint, a, a Mack truck of money just dumped on his his thing to do, Picard Season 1 and 2. Because CBS All Access, another streaming service we aren't talking about, that none of us are going to buy, because why the hell would we? Uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to watch Picard, but I'm going to figure it out, and I ain't getting CBS All Access, I'll tell you that. But uh, they paid him a ton of money to come back to play Picard. So you're wrong in that. He's... He's doing uh, Bacard, fine right now. What is that? That's a, a, what, is you... what, what is Picard? Yeah, what is Picard? Jody. Oh my God. Jean-Luc Picard of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Hello. Oh, Make it okay. so. How much Earl Grey. Hot. For that? A lot, dude. A lot. He's the star. More than you think he will get. You think that he's going to get Loganing, more for that show than that MCU check. They ended Star Trek: Next Generation, and now they're doing the Loganing, but as a TV show, and they're doing two seasons where they've brought him back for a whole trip again, and there's other characters coming back. How much you think he's getting for a season, dude? I bet you they're paying him a lot of money, a lot for for what he's making right now, doing his what? his plays, his Shakespeare $10 plays. Million dollars. I mean, probably. You think Disney's not going to triple that for him to be? Oh, a you're saying uh, no? Uh, I mean, I think he's making more than ten million. But my point is. I, on, all I'm man. saying that is, for is a guy iconic. of Patrick Stewart's level, he's making it for Picard more than he would make it for Professor X. They don't need they don't need uh, him for Professor X. You're crazy. They don't. They have I, James McAvoy. They can come up with some other. They'll put in Idris Elba in there. Whoever the hell they whatever it does. They'll do some crazy casting. Everyone will lose their mind, and then he'll be great, and everyone will forget about Picard. Hey, if you asking me, I say freak both of these Professor X's from the past and go with something all the way new. This ain't my choice. It's That's my point. So I don't think sense. Marvel's going to pony up as much money as Star Trek's ponying up to get Tim to come back. Uh, it's more of just like, hey, you desperate? And and Patrick Stewart's like, no. And Feige's probably like, all right, cool. <laughs> See you later. Because hey, I don't think Picard, I don't think they would pay him the amount of money that Star Trek's paying him. Because Star Trek needs him. He's Picard. <laughs> There's no other Picard in the world. There's only uh, the, there. Gitchy Fox. <laughs> Picard looks like <laughs> Picard looks like trash. What do you mean? Oh, the show looks... Dude, John, you hate everything. He thinks everything except for Dune and anime looks like trash. It's so rare that you ever chime in on these comments. I love you, though. But it's so rare you ever are positive about anything. Uh, but thank you for that support. That's it means funny. a lot. Uh, look, it does look... It looks interesting. I'll say that. Star Trek boring as hell. No, come on. Uh, it is. I don't watch that shit, man. I tried. I couldn't do it. I watched the movie, the Star Trek with uh, Chris Pine... Now, that was a good movie. Uh, Into Darkness and um, the last one and the one before it was really good. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, but I, I got into some shout-outs. Joe Frisco, Michael Bryce, uh, Bunda, 
Uh, I see all you members out there. I see you. And I said, Vitaly, I want to call you out and thank you for becoming members of Popcorn Planet. Uh, I love Vic, Vitaly, I said, uh, all of you with your little badges, your blue badges, it means you're, you've, you've stuck it since the beginning. You are the hardcore fans. I won't forget it. So thank you. If anybody else wants to join, support, and become the member, don't forget to click join. Uh, but I want to make sure I send some love to my uh, OG members because I see you guys getting in the chats losing it. Um, but uh, anyway, but Picard, you're, so you're not a Star Trek fan at all, clearly. No. <laughs> Next Generation was great. Uh, First Contact, the movie, is great, where they become uh. the Borg. Um, it's, uh, I really like next generation. Why do you like, why? why? Well, my what dad, about my dad was a huge fan. So he got me into it. Um, okay. so that, that so was part some, of it. Something sentimental, like sentimental that, but I, I, but it's also just like an interest. They're, they're really good stories about like sort of diversity and, you know, going through and like finding new worlds. And it's just, it's, it's done in a smart, clever way. They go on sort of space adventures. Uh, it's just more of an intellectual star Wars is really what it is. Uh, but the, like the holodeck, I never see them actually do anything though. No, I don't think do. I've ever seen them run. Uh, I mean, they did in JJ's movies a lot more, and the JJ's first Star Trek movie was pretty damn good. The second two were not, uh, but JJ's it's reboot. Just them sitting and talking and they sit a lot standing and talking. Well, they they do this a lot. As the, as the torpedoes come, they shake. Uh, but no, yeah. there's a lot. There's some good. Um, there's some good uh, stuff in there. Come on, back me up in the comments. No one else is a Trekkie. Uh, there's some, there's some awesome stuff. Yeah, there you go. P- Plow six. Star Trek is awesome. Divine justice. Um, there you go. Uh, there's some, I, I'm not there. knocking it. I'm not knocking. It. I'm just trying. I tried. I really tried to get into it and it just, no, it said, no, it kept slapping me. No, you're I'm asleep. It's tired. I mean, it's so, it's so dull and so quiet and the, the sounds of it, the look of it is just so go to sleepish. No, I mean, it depends on the episode. It's more of a mind. Uh, it's like the, it challenges your mind and the adventure of like, Ooh, what about they? There's there's cool one. The holodeck is really cool because they can go in any. It's like a virtual reality room before it ever happened. But Am I mistaken episodes, or do does that entire show? I remember being young and it used to come on UPN Channel 13. Well, UPN there were Network. several of them. There was Deep Space Nine. Next generation. There Next was generation. Voyager. There was Deep Space Nine. There was Enterprise. There was a bunch of them on UPN. Fe- oh, Next yeah, generation. Too. Next generation yeah. was like on Fox in the 80s, like late 80s, early yeah, yeah. 90s. Enterprise. Enterprise. So Enterprise. That was Scott Bakula came back. They, they, that's my point. They've had it. Voyager was really big on, on UPN. UPN. I remember UPN and the UPN versus the CW with the frog, right? We had like Moesha. We had. Oh man, there was so Moesha. much. <laughs> so much good stuff back there in the house. Days. Back in the days of <laughs> network television, we are old. Uh, Harvey Show. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot oh, of good stuff back guy. there. So uh, the uh, Parenthood. Do you remember that one? Heck yeah, unhappily ever after in the yeah. parenthood. Fire. Oh man, it's good stuff. Craig uh, the bunny. <laughs> Craig the uh, Sanctum. Uh Finn Thank and Ray God. should have been a couple, not Kylo and Ray. Can you change my mind on this or do you agree? Remember Kurt versus Alien, best fight in history. Okay, wait. What? Kurt versus Alien? Uh oh, from like the thing? What's yeah, Kurt versus Alien? Okay. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about with Kurt versus Alien. But he's asking us a question. Let's wrap out there. Uh the question is sorry, let me put the two shot in. Finn and Ray should have been a couple, not Kylo and Ray. Can you change my mind on this, or do you agree? I don't agree. I don't think Finn should have been with Ray. Um, I think Finn's better off being on his own find, and just being a ladies' man for a little while. Find someone who's don't just fall in love with the first girl you meet, <laughs> which is sort of Finn's problem, right? Finn really is like, yeah. oh, you're a pretty girl. Uh, 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 let me say your name over and over again. Uh, I think Finn's a better interesting character. I like Finn better in the script of uh, Duel of the Fates than I do in Rise of Skywalker. Finn in Rise of Skywalker is probably the worst Finn we've seen yet, where literally all he does is scream Ray over and over Ray. and over again. Ray! 
There's We're, literally a scene where he takes a boat. Sorry, she takes a boat when they've made it clear that you can't take a boat at this time, right? She then takes a boat, goes over the waters to the island, and then somehow, when you can't take a boat at this time, Finn yeah. and the other girl also managed to take a boat at that time, managed to get across the, the waves that we've been told you can't go at this time, show up to to be there and confront Ray, <laughs> and he say says, Ray! And she throws him away, and then there's no point for him coming over and do with the whole water that they said they can't get over. I mean, what is is there a stupider scene in Star Wars than that scene of Finn's? <laughs> I'm trying to remember that. I remember that she vaguely, and I remember feeling like you cook. Did he go all the way to that ship, scream out Ray, and then didn't she? Did she just get in the she ship? She force powered him? him away, like like hit she, him back. Yeah, she like force blocks him. Like talk about a force cock block. Boom, boom. <laughs> and uh, Bruh, she did. And then he's then it's it. And then and meanwhile you got Jana there who's like way better for Finn, not and not because of a race thing. Don't get well, me why, why 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 is she better for Finn? <laughs> because she's a stormtrooper. She's also because she's, she's a rebelling stormtrooper is why Jody, oh, and because she have okay, they have that okay, common okay, history, okay. and she's All looking right. up to him, and I think they could have a lot. They actually it made more sense because of their their common interests. <clears throat> and she seems like, you know, like a smart girl and might be Lando's daughter, which is really racist. That is racist. Um, but uh, my point is they literally make a whole point of the fact that they can't go to the island because the water's too choppy. We have to go at dawn and at, at morning. And they both go to the, the freaking island for some point so he can scream Ray. Oh, what a stupid movie. So, no, I have a problem. I can't change your mind because I don't think Ray and Finn should be together. I think that was... Uh, Kylo and Ray, honestly, I think made a better sense because they had the what do they call it? A triad or something they kept making up? Do you Some remember? Type of thing going on. <clears throat> triad, I thought it was three, but apparently it's two. Uh, but can you change his mind? Do you think Finn and Ray should I have been? Uh, you with me? Here, K. Dot, I understand what you're talking about, Brad, but uh, I, I feel like Finn, you know, bro, he's been chasing this chick since episode seven, <laughs> grabbing her hand. Get off me. She'd be like, don't touch me. Well, what you need me? Get away from me! Beating up, she beat him. She beat the shit out of him the first time they met. I mean, nah, you don't want Finn to be with her, bro. Like, uh, Finn and Ray just didn't make sense at one point. It was, it was, it was yin and yang. And Finn is whack, man. Man, look, this is what sucks. Finn is whack. Ray is whack. Kylo is whack. Billy D. Williams is whack. Harrison Ford now is whack. Now Leia's whack. <laughs> Luke is whack. Star Wars is whack. Jedi are whack now because of this shit. None of that shit even matters no more, bro. It doesn't even matter. But if I had to choose, none of them. Let them all die. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, just so bad. But, I, I do like John Boyega when he went on Twitter. I'm looking at some of these tweets where he's just like making fun of everything. I did sort of enjoy that. Did you you did you watch all that? I I didn't I didn't really get into the, like what what is he is he like trolling himself or what? He was trolling everybody. It was just it was pretty fun watching. Because he stream. knows he knows he's a part of a trash franchise. Yes. I believe Ray knew too. Ray is a here they it is. Knew. Daisy really is they not a bad. She's a good actress, man. Yeah. No, they and all she's knew. She's getting wasting with these Star Wars movies. By the time Last Jedi was out, she knew. She said, "I got to get up out of here." I remember her saying something. She said, "This is my last movie." This is my last Star Wars. Well, there was I, I got that, to move on. There was that moment, I, I think it's in, but they, where they all gave the reaction of what, what, all right, give us your facial reaction of how Star Wars, the ending reaction will be. And, and, and hers was, 
she was giving like a what eh? like a cringe oh, face so yeah. they all knew they all knew and they all and jj knew <laughs> from everything i've heard jj knew they were just moving quickly as much as they could to sort of get it done yeah. and look no disrespect to anybody who enjoyed it i'm glad you enjoyed it oh no no i don't i don't mind people who liked it or loved it uh i don't I, it is to, to each their own but i'm not a fan so i no, i don't think uh i, I think of anything though kylo and uh ray were probably better off together given their weird uh force brother i don't know what the hell they are but um you know what i've noticed lately bro is i've been really envious of people who can watch bad movies and enjoy them yeah like i feel like my critic hat is just in the way well see like, I, I got it, like, i got hate for liking Doolittle, and i was feeling like i enjoyed this movie with my kids i went out like defending it and i need I, I posted it as the embargo lifted and as i posted it i saw the negative reviews flow and i'm like Oh no! <laughs> did you enjoy Doolittle as a film, or did but you did. enjoy it because you're out with your kids, you're having fun, and they're combo. loving it? It was a combo. I, it's hard to. Have you been there? Haven't you liked a dumb kids movie because your kids really loved it? <laughs> no. I, but see, that's my problem. I ha, I, I don't usually either. So I'm like, I, my point <laughs> yeah. is like, I got like like Aladdin is the last one I can think of. My kids, my kids loved, and I was frustrated still by it. But I could understand. I separated it and was like, "All right, it wasn't as bad as I that's thought it was going to be." It's that separation. It's that right. separation. It's hard to do, and uh, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I've noticed that I'm seeing movies through these critic lenses, which is naturally me. That's how I look at film. And Hollywood is just so bad with their production quality now with their films. It's just, it's, it's stressing me out. Yeah, no, and, I, and I'm 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 freaking jealous, and I'm freaking great, glad that people could could watch these movies and and get some enjoyment out of them because I wish I could do that. Yeah, no, I did. So I got enjoyment at Doolittle. Clearly, I'm the only one in the world. And I'm gonna kids. watch it. I mean, I'm gonna watch uh, it. But it's not. About. It's not. I, I'm not gonna say it's a great movie. But I had fun. You were with right it. about Bad Boys when you said it was good. Uh, so. But I'm saying, for, if take your kid, take kids to it, and you and I think it'll be an easier to swallow. Okay, all right. Uh, don't go. Don't. don't really I don't want any of my fans, adults, going by themselves. It's not <laughs> Inside Out. Jesus, it's not that good. Uh, but as a kid's movie, I thought it was a fun adventure. Yeah, let me let me call you out real quick before we end this stream. You said Inside Out is better than Zootopia. Oh, a hundred million percent, yes. Man, you crazy as heck, man. I can't I can't believe you didn't. Are you serious? What are you? Are you Zootopia? That amazing adult, but yet kids movie at the How same time. How is Inside time? Out not an adult kids movie? We're literally Inside learning Out about has, emotions. Yes, but more, I mean, my God, segregation. They just targeted segregation and judgment in Zootopia and made it smart and clever. Zootopia is fire. I mean, In-N-Out is good, but it just never hit that high note. It never hit that emotion for me. It See? never hit that complexity in script. There was a couple moments in, the zoo, in, in Inside Out that got kind of boring, as a matter of fact, with that dream, with that dream memory world and then that... You don't get uh, boring when they're running around the. There's a million places they're running around that get boring. Yes, there's a good message in Zootopia. I'll give you that. But two mm. moments, two moments make me cry in Inside Out. I, I didn't cry once in Zootopia. And so what you makes you cry in Inside Out? So two moments. Bing Bong. Bing Bong totally made me that cry. Oh, okay. uh, that was an I'll emotional part. I didn't like, cry, say, but say, 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 say hi to Riley for me and take her to the moon. Oh. But then no, the one not. that really gets me crying is at the end where Riley's going through all this stuff. And I I have kids, right? So I, I just that's where I related. My kid loved it. Right. But I, so I have kids where Riley's like just going through all this stuff and you realize these emotions are running around her head. And then you realize what the movie's doing. 
that's what happens in a kid's head. It happens in all of her heads. And there's this moment where the positive joy is sort of annoying through the whole movie, realizing it. And then you have sadness. You've been watching this whole movie. Just, you oh want to like, God. you want to shoot sadness in the head. You're like, oh my God, you're so annoying. And then at the end of the movie, they do this brilliant twist thing. We realize where joy finally gets the self-realization to realize, oh, Riley needs, needs to be sad. Oh my God! When they, when Joy lets sadness take the controls, and Riley runs home, and her parents are crying, and she just wants a friggin' hug. Oh, as a parent, it just, it just rips me, man. So that's that is the that's scene cool, that gets man. me in out. So like those two. That's so cool. segregation clearly was the important thing for you in Zootopia. Respect. It was I was so I, smart. I thought it was. It was smart. I thought it, you know it was a it was you know I don't think every kid's gonna get it to the level of what they're doing. I, you know, it was, it was very smart about it. That's whereas, whereas inside out, I just thought like the same thing or like, Oh my God, they're really teaching you how to deal with your emotions. Now sadness is important. And just like, who would have thought like all the weird mental stuff they're teaching you throughout that movie. So anyway, so, so there you go. I, I look, I like Zootopia, but inside out, man, it gets me. It, it I feel gets like me. inside out is more of a kid's movie than Zootopia. I think Zootopia is two movies in one. It's where it's genius. It manages to tell a kid's story that they know and love and still have a subliminal message that flies over the kid's head and talks directly to us adults watching it with our kids. So we're getting dual satisfactions. I'm getting stimulated as an adult from Zootopia while my child is getting a different reaction, but still a stimulating story from the same film. And I that is just Disney's, that's masterful in my opinion. Yeah, no, it's good. The segregation part really is, is, is strong. I'll give it. But it does start to feel like sort of just a procedural of like, all right, well, we're going on a mission. We got to figure it out. We got the buddy cop sort of format. And then it's really just going through the beats. There's the sloth scene, which is funny. And then there's just a bunch of Flash. other set pieces they go through that honestly, and, and the rewatches, eh, it feels I like a theme park. It. Feels like a theme park. But um, look, I, I'm sure if I rewatched it again, I would get hooked and I'd love it. I like Zootopia. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, it's a great film. I like Wreck It Ralph probably a little bit more too. <laughs> we can argue that one next. <sighs> I see a couple of Bunda seven one three. Thank you, Bunda. Uh, I like me a violent woman though. I, that's really weird to read this late in the game out of context. I don't know what you were talking about, but okay. <laughs> Are you serious with the Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> yeah, I love Wreck It Ralph. I hated Wreck It Ralph too. Uh, S J S S J S. That's a hard name to say, man. S S J K dot sanctum K dots. I'm going to call him K dots. Uh, wanted to ask Sidious did say in episode nine, he made Anakin, but it is a big portion to his creation. He is technically the daddy of Anakin in a sense. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he's not. He's not. Cause, um, there was a rumor that he was made, that Anakin was made by the force. Well, he was made by the force, but they thought it was Sidious who implanted, who manipulated the force within uh, Anakin's mother, but that was debunked. So he, I don't know what episode nine said. I only, I didn't catch that, but I know Sidious is not related to Anakin. Yeah, I can't. I don't know who's related to who anymore in Star Wars. None of it. That's what I'm saying. None of it makes any sense to me anymore. I've completely. I've completely lost faith. All right. Well, I want someone just broke news that I was gonna do, but I, I'm saving it for later or tomorrow or the next day. But uh, Jody. Justice League Dark, bad robot developing film and TV projects based on Justice League Dark. Excited? Oh, there we go. So this, they don't know if JJ's going to, we don't really have any information. That's JJ's sheet, right? But yeah, JJ's bad robot. They don't really have like specifics or if JJ's directing or anything else, but this is sort of breaking news tonight as we were live um, that they are apparently bad robot is very keen on figuring out how to do Justice League Dark. Would that make you happy? 
That would make me very happy because he's staying away from Superman. <laughs> I told you, motherfuckers, that JJ's not going to do Superman. He's not going to do it because Petty Jenkins is going to do it, bro. And you this, think? Everything, yeah. You see, everything is just coming into alignment. Justice League Dark Bad Robot? For sure. See, but I worry. Do bad it. Robot, is Bad Robot good enough? They've made, they're not, they're hit or miss to me. Yeah, they are. They're hit or miss, but who cares? Just, Do you really want JJ these... to take on any of these properties? I feel like he comes in and messes up a lot of them. Star Trek. Just League Dark is not a, Just League Dark is not a primetime fandom licensure. You know what I'm saying? You could play with characters like that. It's like saying, can I mess around with some of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, you can. Yeah, but didn't you want, didn't Guillermo del Toro or even like, or even getting, um, what's his name? Uh, George Miller. Those seem exciting to me. JJ, I don't want JJ. JJ, I don't want. J hey, look, if you ask me, if it's up to me, I'm just glad that he's not touching Superman. If it was up to me, I never would have had him ink the deal with Warner Brothers because JJ Abrams is a hack in my opinion. JJ Abrams is overrated, bro. JJ Abrams is like sourdough bread. I think Warner Brothers is probably having a little bit of sour grapes because then they must be like, Shh, damn it, he really spuffs Star Wars. And JJ is such a, J I I think JJ is very manipulative and kind of crazy because I, I everything I've read and heard, he is doing everything he can to not take the heat from Star Wars. He's throwing people under the bus yeah. left and right, and so he and he and the biggest sign of all this to show that that's really what's happening is when he signed with Warner Brothers before Star Wars was done because Warner yep. Brothers didn't know how big of a stinker Rise of Skywalker was going to be on his resume, and Disney's like, ah, JJ, I don't know if we need. So he's like, cha-ching, lock me up at Warner Brothers before Star Wars comes out as quick as you can, agents, like immediately. So everyone in that deal has got to be like, ugh. Now look, JJ's still like a mega, super uber mega producer. I'm sure he can still have hits in him. It's not like it's like you, you, you bought O.J. Simpson or somebody, you know? It's, you know, he's still going to make something. But uh, I, I, I'm with you. It's nice to see him sort of go do his own thing. And if he muffs it up, he muffs it up. And it doesn't mess up sort of the core characters. Uh, but I'm sure each of us will talk more about this in the week or next tomorrow as this news continues to break. Um, yeah, I'll bust a video tomorrow on it. Uh, so there you go. So hit, so go subscribe to Jody's Corner uh, and tune in uh, tomorrow as he obviously reports on this other stuff. And then tomorrow night, yin and yang, uh, yin it'll and be, yang. I have to see, uh, same time as last night for the next two weeks because I got gentlemen and I got birds of prey annoyingly. Usually it's not always this many Wednesdays, but okay. I'll hit you up at probably like the 10 o'clock time again yeah. tomorrow. But subscribe subscribe us on okay. uh, Twitter and everything so we make sure when we're going to be there. But I'll be bouncing back to, to join uh, yin and yang. We'll have some crazy, silly debates again. Uh, and then at last few chats as they're coming in, uh, last words if you got them. Bunda, La La Land is better than Zootopia and Inside Out. No, it is not. Go to hell. Uh, <laughs> La La Land is not better than uh, even Zootopia. No way. Zootopia is a far better film. Uh, Jen G. Fox, Zootopia and Inside Out are both mediocre films. There he is again. He's so negative on everything. What Zootop did he say? Zootopia and Inside Out are both mediocre films. Give me a break, John. Okay. Uh, uh, he's that guy. That's the dude yeah, he, he is. Well, huh? he probably thinks there's That's some cool. anime who did it better on both in both occasions. I like that. He spices things up. Yeah, that's cool. He does keep it spicy. That's why I love him. Uh, well, there you go. Favreau. Vitaly, I saw your comment there. Uh, Michael said, J.J. is uh, less than Ryan. And then Vitaly wound up that, well, Favreau is greater than J.J. and Ryan. I agree. Would you – Ryan – J Ryan Johnson, J.J. Favreau, whose movie would you want to see first? Whose original movie would you want to see first? Favreau. Right? Favreau, Favreau. Is, the, is the new J.J. Favreau is the most valuable commodity. And if Disney isn't, like, snapping him up to a billion-dollar deal, they are they are just idiots. Who, who would you pick second? 
Um, Ryan. I'd because I, I really like Knives Out. I agree. Knives Out was that's actually really sad. Stop, and Looper. I, Looper JJ, and Knives Out. What's JJ done? That's like I, I liked Mission Impossible he Three. He ain't. Mission Impossible Three wasn't terrible, and I liked his first Star it wasn't, Trek. It wasn't great either, though, bro. That's one of the no, weaker Philip, ones. That's that's Philip Seymour Impossible. Hoffman is fantastic in that one as the villain. It's got some really cool sequences. No, he's it does, but compared to the <laughs> new Mission Impossible, it's trash. Well, that you're being harsh. It's not trash. How about it's being not. Hard? It's not as good. It's not as. You, come on, Mission Impossible Three is not trash. Compared to the, new I gotta one, learn your definition is. of trash. Because like, all right. So if they released Ghost Protocol and then the sequel to Ghost Protocol was Mission Impossible Ghost Three, Ghost Protocol wasn't as good as Three. Ghost Protocol was worse than Three. Ghost Protocol had a great sequence. Three is a better what? film. Go rewatch them again. Tell me in the well, comments. Who does they live in my mind? You talking about him on top of that building? That was it. That was it. That was the only cool sequence. The rest of the movies. That was a cool. The rest of that movie is trash. The parking lot fight. No, the rest of the movie is trash. You with the car? No, that rest of the movie that is trash. The espionage and the way that movie was written and the story was what? No. Versus the rabbit's foot. Three way better. Better villain. The rabbit's foot. Better villain. Personal story where Ethan's first time where Ethan's like personal story gives it. There's just there's it's just more at stakes. There's more at stake to it. Uh, three is better. But anyway, we're back to that question. Everyone's picking Ryan. Yeah, because he's got he's got better genre. I think Ryan yeah, will be Ryan, fine. Ryan over JJ. That's um, crazy. Ryan over JJ. Ryan will Ryan will have to be fine. He he's not letting the stink of Star Wars uh, affect him. Den of Nerds. MI three is dope. Thank you, brother. Yes. Yes, MI- it is. I agree. It M- is dope. It is not trash. <laughs> Compared to Ghost Protocol, I'm gonna Rogue call Nation you out. Every and, and you call out. every movie trash, and I'm gonna call you out when I catch you calling a good yeah, movie trash. That's <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Compared to those new Dude, ones, Mission man. Impossible Two is trash. Mission Impossible Three is not trash. It by, no, I'm not calling it trash on its own. It's trash by comparison. I see. So I, I'm learning your lingo. So trash. Yeah. Tra- it's just I trash by compared. Comparison. I All said right. compare. You gotta Com- hear me out. Compared <laughs> to, it's trash on its own. It's a good film. It is a good film. So we we can yeah. agree there. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, JJ rewrote the entire movie last minute. So there you go. So look. Star Trek and uh, that are good. Uh, there you go. I see a lot more comments coming in. I- I'm losing my voice. It's late. It's uh, 11.30 here. Thank you for watching. I try not to keep Thanks, these guys. longer than two, two hours, so I want to wrap it up. Jody, thank you so much. If you haven't already, go subscribe over to Jody's Corner. Square, we will baby. be there tomorrow night for Ying and Yang, uh, and I'll be here Thursday, guys, for uh, Nerd Wars. I got Chris Gore, a film threat. I'm really excited. He's a really fun get. He did Attack of the Show. Uh, he's going to be here, and I have another potential guest uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We have a couple we're, we're debating between. We may be doing uh, a Star Wars one or maybe a Dark uh, Justice League, but I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow as we get closer, but you won't want to miss it. So hit subscribe. Hit join. Join as a member because you'll get the exclusive after stream. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jody. We will see you next week. And don't forget tomorrow night over in his channel for Ying Yang. I'm excited. You, you getting ready? Or do you do, you, ready, do, do you prep ready, in man. advance or you just prep like the hour before? Uh, I'm like hour before. It's, it's all fresh. <laughs> yeah, we keep it off the cuff. So these shows yeah. are. So I love it. Skill, we, baby. We find our fights. Who would have thought we would have had a does Frozen suck argument tonight? That, that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> all right. All love right. you, everybody. Thanks for watching. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Get some sleep, folks.